0: To another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast, I'm your host Marco with my lovely co-host Jessica. How's it going, Jessica?
1: It's fantastic.
0: You exhausted yet?
1: I actually am really, really <laughs> tired. It's been a roller coaster of a day. So
0: roller coaster of a day, roller coaster of a week, roller coaster of a two weeks because it's been two weeks since we put out an episode. It
1: has been two weeks. I'm not froggy anymore.
0: I uh, yes. And we're all happy about that. That was a factor into it. There were multiple factors. We'll get into that in a little bit. But first (laughs) off, as always, what are you drinking?
1: I am drinking an old-fashioned. Are you now? I am.
0: What kind of old-fashioned?
1: A Woodford old-fashioned. No, you're
0: not. Yes.
1: No, I'm not. You're so full of crap. I am full of crap. I have Woodford on the mind, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um... Some sort of Clyde, name, Clyde and May. You have. I got the Clyde part. Right? We've
0: spoken about this before. It's Alabama style whiskey.
1: Yeah, we drink it during our whiskey episode.
0: That isn't it? It's like made in Indiana and aged in Florida, or and is it made in Florida and aged in Indiana? Or I don't know. I'm just going to start calling it style.
1: Bonnie and Clyde whiskey.
0: It does look like Bonnie and Clyde whiskey. And
1: also Clyde <laughs>
0: is yeah. in there. So there you it's
1: go. Just, I mean, it lends itself.
0: Whatever. It's a whiskey old fashioned. <laughs> it's
1: good. Yeah. And,
0: and you like yours with orange bitters. I
1: do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. What do you got over there?
0: I have the same thing you do, only I <gasps> use different bitters. But yeah. What
1: kind of bitters did you use? I just
0: used simple aromatic bitters.
1: Oh, good for you. Yay. I know. Yay. Hooray.
0: Hooray. This is on top of, it's been <laughs> quite a day. So like with the dinner that we had tonight, mm. we actually used my low carb handmade uh, margarita mix.
1: We Yes, we did that earlier. And it was magnificent.
0: I mean, and I, I have been, like, teasing this one for a while, so it's it's real simple. It is an ounce and a half of freshly squeezed lemon juice, mm-hmm. an ounce and a half of freshly squeezed lime juice. It is a quarter teaspoon of orange extract. Hmm. It is two ounces of the uh, sugar-free simple syrup. We use Tarani. Yeah. But whatever you got out there, we just happen to have that. And then it is, depending on how strong you want it, between three to six ounces of tequila.
1: How, how many ounces did you put in mine
0: today? Five.
1: <laughs> oh, that explains <laughs> so much. And
0: you had the Kirkland brand of tequila left over from our Taking Flight Three Marriage Edition. I had the Hornitos, so I had a little bit more of a peppery kick to mine. Yeah, I did uh, love the peppery like kick. Like black pepper so. kick, not um, not like jalapeno kick. Yeah. And we had that with dinner. And while we caught up on Top Chef, which is our guilty pleasure, like which I think we've spoken about that in other episodes, too, about it seems like every time our kids are born, we're watching Top Chef.
1: We're not having a baby right now. No, I would no, like no, for no. that yeah, to yeah. be very clear.
0: Yeah, we're not getting to that. But uh, <laughs> we it is a new well, They're on the season 18 of Top Chef. We don't have 18 kids.
1: Thank goodness for that. That would be weird. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Certainly don't have eighteen kids, Mm-mm. but uh like when kid one was born, you're in labor and delivery. We had two n- dedicated nurses, and I was there. And <laughs> That's good the three there. of us, actually the four of us, are discussing food and Top Chef, and we're watching Top Chef. But the three of us were like, "Yeah, yeah," I'm like we let's get some food. And you're like, "You all suck," because I can't have anything.
1: There were multiple f bombs. There
0: were. It was hilarious. They were they were very cool. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Every time we have kids, we we're, Top Chef is on, mm-hmm. and we're usually watching Top Chef. So season uh, 18 has kicked off. We were watching that. We finished our margaritas. We and went. now here we are. Kid four was sitting on top of us and crawling all over us. Uh, kid two came down, was playing on his phone, hung out by us, watched a little bit of it. And now they're in bed, and here we are podcasting, because so that's yeah. what we do.
1: Speaking of our kids and coming down during Top Chef. Oh, Lord. Kid number one came down and she had cue something. The,
0: cue the ongoing parent meme slash joke of this is why I drink.
1: <laughs> she had something super interesting to tell us.
0: Yeah. Why don't you get into that?
1: Yeah. So she came down and she said, mommy, kid number three said.
0: Mm-hmm. Before he, oh, before he said right. it, what did yes, he, he do? Said
1: she was in his bed. Laying there playing on the Nintendo Switch, and he came in and pointed a Nerf gun at her.
0: There's been Nerf gun battles running throughout this house all day. It's yeah, the it's, first day, of, first, not, first full day of spring break.
1: Lord help us.
0: Um, all right. Yeah. You anyways. at least get to go to work. I got to stay here and work.
1: <laughs> he pointed a Nerf gun at her, and he said, Get out of my bed, bitch. And I could have done.
0: Because one, I
1: don't know where he heard that word from. Because there are some words we don't say in our house, and that's one of them.
0: That is true. Uh, This is what she's reporting. He wouldn't fess up to what he was saying. Kid two was in the room. Doesn't remember any of this because he tuned them all out. Because he's he's actually very good at YouTube. He was watching YouTube. And kid four was in the room, but she doesn't recall any of this either. Other than there was a Nerf gun battle going on.
1: Yes. Yes. So, but. Kid number one is not typically a liar. True. And kid number three did that thing that he does when he's in trouble and he He, knows it and doesn't want to fess up. What did
0: you say? I don't don't
1: know.
2: I don't
0: know. I don't don't remember. Were you present? I don't know. I don't remember. Like, wait a minute. Were you having an out-of-body experience? (laughs) I don't know. I don't remember. Right. It's like, okay, well, then we know you're guilty.
1: So he is in a lot of trouble and (laughs) he has had his phone and his uh, all of the video games have been taken away so is the phone he is not allowed to watch his siblings phones oh and, and he is in a world of hurt tomorrow when he, we are better able to deal with
2: it he this.
0: also got the patented patented dad version of uh to be continued yeah. there will be more consequences <laughs> tomorrow we've like we we did the immediate lay down some consequences and I'm all f- so f- tired so it's just like you'll get more tomorrow. Yes, we're watching top show. (laughs) It sounds awful. But but it really was like we've laid on enough for tonight where it was immediate, but also letting them know sleep with the uncertainty of what else is they are they going to come up with? Because we were also tired. and We were not feeling original.
1: Right. But
0: we'll think. Well, he gets the immediate kick and then also knowing, oh, we're not done yet. But no, we need to like that. we need to go podcast and put kids like, to bed. And... What
1: in his little tiny kid number three brain made him think that saying and doing this was the best way to handle this situation? I would really like an answer to that.
0: I don't, I'm I, hoping he gives it, me one tomorrow. Um,
1: Other than I don't know, I swear a lot, obviously, but that word is not one that we use in this not, house. It's not, it's not, it's just not.
0: Picked it up somewhere else. Yep. And then and he decided to test it
1: out on his sister.
0: The the pseudo murder mystery pursues are like where did he get it? Let's start the forensics.
1: Forensics says probably school.
0: Linguistic forensics? Forensics linguistics. The... Forensic linguistics. There's been some drinks tonight. Uh, uh a it's couple. been a, it's been a long week. It's been a long two weeks. Uh yeah. Anyways. So yeah. Uh we're not perfect parents. Yay! I think we've established that we in the fifty-five sure previous that. episodes.
1: Perfect parents don't exist. If you think they exist, you're wrong.
0: You're wrong. They they're, don't. They're it's hiding a very something.
1: well-crafted social media persona, it's a nice and it's not to be believed. Because for people
0: who don't know how to like pronounce it correctly, calling it facade. Yeah, underneath um, of all of that pretty
1: perfectness is a hot mess. I oh, guarantee you. It's a
0: like. show.
1: Parenting is a show.
0: I'm gonna have to do so much <laughs> editing on this one. But all it right. Is. That's no all right. no, I have a lot anyway because uh, <laughs> the kids appear on this episode. this is a Woo-hoo! weird this is a really weird episode. We've had it planned out for months. It was actually supposed to take place uh, last week and we were gonna do it in segments and put all the segments together partly because it was going to be a busy weekend which we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um but it got put off because the weekend got busier than expected mm-hmm. and on top of that you had no voice and I didn't want to do it completely alone because part of the reason That's we do this sad. is you and me together. Like I did episode 3 without you because you had no voice way back then. Mm-hmm. Like over a year ago. <laughs> and uh, No,
1: it was a really bad migraine.
0: No, you had no voice too. Well, fine. Yeah. So way back and really look at it cuz I've been like by the time this posts, we will have be past the one-year mark of putting out podcasts. Wow. But we recorded a few episodes, and then we put out a... Like, we just basically did a podcast dump where we put a whole bunch out all at once. Mm. Um, because it was very nervous, or nerve-wracking. And we were nervous about it, because like, we're putting ourselves out there. This is us. We're not filtering this.
1: Bitches and all.
0: And we I mean, we do a few... And it's for like when we bump into the mics or we drop something on the floor or we're rattling papers, but this is us. So uh, we have friends who like to listen and it's like it's like having a conversation with you guys only you don't talk back yeah except for then they start texting us like oh like they're responding to things we're saying on the podcast it's like we recorded I love that a- it. i think we recorded so that funny. a month ago <laughs> so, so i have funny. no idea what the context you're talking about
1: so funny and so sweet and i can't it get is enough i of love it.
0: that they do that but at the same time it's like what the hell are you talking about what were we talking about a month ago when we recorded it mm. so we um, have drinks during these things there there was that things too. are
1: fuzzy sometimes sometimes especially <laughs> like when
0: we do the flights uh yeah Oh, my God. So uh, this this episode, um, <laughs> you had a, a, a very busy week at work.
1: I did have a busy week at work. I was work, coming off a busy week. so I, I would actually like to talk about it. We're going to get to okay.
0: that. So I'm laying out, before we get into all that, the way this episode is going to work, you and I have this segment here. Okay. And then I'm going to, when we get to the main feature, the main topic, mm-hmm. we're going to chat. Okay, And then I've got some segments I've already recorded with the kids. I did one with kid three. Mm -hmm. I have a separate one when I had kids one and four, the girls, (laughs) down here. And then I had a (laughs) segment where I sat and spoke with kid number two. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to wrap that up and you and I are going to chat. We're going to give a shout out to the past two weeks worth of Red Arrow Challenge champions and Kid Three and Kid Two helped me do those. So we've got them for the the, because we missed a week of podcasting. Yeah. Well, they still were doing their work, so we're gonna give them a shout out. And then you and I are gonna finish up this episode. So that's how this whole Franken episode is gonna work.
1: Franken episode, I like it.
0: There's gonna be some post production editing going on here, but that's how it's gonna. Yeah, it's gonna happen. But things have been (laughs) busy, 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 busy. So, where would you like to start on how we got here and what's been going on and all that jazz?
1: I just wanted to talk about work.
0: We'll talk about work.
1: Okay. So, I almost never talk about work, but I have a couple things to say.
0: First off. About
1: things that happened this past week. It's world.
0: Autism Awareness okay. Day. It's it Autism is. Awareness Month. Yes, and on top of that, I believe it's Autism Awareness Week. It's all the I mean, autism awareness. All
1: autism, all the time, all month long in April. Light it up blue. It's all good. Maybe red too. I'm not quite. I sure have my blue chucks the, on today. What the difference Woo-hoo! is between the two? But you should have um, worn your blue
0: Chuck Taylors to work.
1: That would have been magnificent. Yes, it would. And then they could have taken a picture of my shoes, and then I could have been on the Facebook page for it. That's okay. Maybe on Monday I'll wear them. It's also some more. month. I also do them.
0: You have all month to wear them. I do. You also um, have teal or light blue Chuck Taylors and you have royal blue Chuck Taylors.
1: I, oh, okay. Anyway. Um, so one of us has a Chuck Taylor obsession and it's not
0: me. Yeah, I know. Well, one, your your pair of royal blue ones are because I ordered a pair and they were not as advertised. They were not the men's size that I wear. It was the women's size I wear, which happens to be your size.
1: Okay. Anyway. Thank you. I have big feet. The end. Anyway. Um, right. So, it is World Autism Day or National... World. World. Okay.
0: Sorry, I got to ask you.
1: It is World Autism Day and we celebrated today at work um, by showing a lot of love to our staff because everything that we do with our clients, we cannot do without our lovely RBTs who show up every single day and give their all, all day long with those sweet little kiddos of ours. Um, So we decorated the staff room for them and we hung stuff from the ceiling and we made it really pretty in there. We fluffed tissue paper balls and we stuck it all over the shelves and it was wonderful. Um, And we also made little goodie bags for all of them. Awesome. Yeah, it was really sweet. And then we made... What kind of
0: stuff did you put in the goodie bags?
1: Oh, we put autism swag in there. So there were were lanyards in there and there were buttons and all the buttons were different. So each one had a different um, saying on them and different um, colors and patterns and things like that. Puzzle pieces galore. Um, There were also like rubber duckies with the puzzle pieces on them and they are super cute. And there were keychains and tattoos and stickers and pencils and all kinds of just... Silly, but very, um, very liked and very much appreciated stuff. We also bought bagels and coffee for our staff and they like that. They like food. They like coffee. Excuse me? Bagels. 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 I didn't say bagels. I said bagels.
0: You did say bagels, but it sounded very, very similar to bagels.
1: Nope. It didn't. Bagels. Anyways, we did that for them. But, um... Unbeknownst to my counterpart and I, they had something up their sleeve for us. Oh, wait. No. First, I need to tell you (laughs) that part of the decorations for the staff room, um, my, my assistant had the job of making decorations. And what she decided to do was take each one of our clients like first day of school pictures and then also a picture taken in the past week. And underneath of the first day of school, she wrote a little blurb about each kid that said, When I first started at this center, I could not all of these skills. And then with their current picture, she wrote, After my time at this place, I can now do blah blah blah. And they were so cute because we have all these squishy little baby pictures and these kids are so much bigger now and it's so wonderful both to see how physically they've grown. Um And also to see how their, like, personalities have started to shine through in their pictures, but also to read all of their accomplishments. Their
0: skill acquisition and everything. Because, I mean, these therapists are in the trenches, so to speak. Yeah. They're nose to the grindstone. They're up close to it. And you, at least in your role, get to take a step back Mm -hmm. and look at the big picture, the Mm -hmm. trends of the data and everything. They don't really see that. They're just recording data every day while they're working, you know, basically hand in hand with these clients. Yep. So this is a great opportunity for them to take a step back and like, you did this. Yeah, your efforts made a difference. Yep, uh, I think that's just incredibly wonderful and awesome that uh, your uh, your senior uh, your senior assistant came up with this.
1: Yeah, it was it was wonderful. Um, so that greeted them when they came into to work this morning, and everybody cried. <laughs> yeah, I'm not exaggerating; like everybody cried. It was, it was a big old cry fest. Yeah, it was. And it was really, really sweet. So we did that for our staff. But unbeknownst to us, our staff had something in store for us as well. And they had put together um, little goodie bags. Stop baskets. crying. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it was really sweet. <laughs> yeah, but.
0: Oh my god. Um so you, anyways, it's an audio only podcast, so you don't know. know that Jessica is just teared up. Her eyes are bright red and she is crying.
1: Yeah, it's not good for mascara, it's bad
0: guys. Well, whatever, I'm not take any more photos. We already did the photo at the beginning of the episode. Wow, that's a lot of makeup. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. Um
1: so anyways, they put together a little basket of things for us that they thought each one of us would like and appreciate. And mine was absolutely perfect. It had a candle in it that smells delightful. Um, It also had a lot of wall decorations because my side of the office is pretty bare because I'm new there and I haven't had a chance to like decorate as much as my counterpart. Her wall is completely filled with all these cute little things. Because you're
0: a professional photographer. You have access to a professional lab. I know. I just and haven't had
1: a chance to sit down and do it <laughs> yet because I am at work all the time.
0: And you have a family who are your guinea pigs when you want to play with different like photo things.
1: But anyways, my staff hooked me up and I have cute little wall decorations now. Um also there's a bottle of wine in my basket and, and, and well,
0: wait. And it's the type of wine you like. It is. It's a mean, sweet,
1: it's a sweet red, and I could not be more happy. I don't happy think about you've had
0: that. this variety of no. sweet red before, which is awesome. You'll you'll love trying it, but you like sweet reds. I do. Yep. After years of only liking sweet well, whites, the
1: dry reds give me a headache. But the right. sweet ones are good.
0: But the fact that they know what type of wine.
1: Yeah, and then like there were some other there were some other things in the basket, and then tucked behind it there is a little bottle of Woodford, and I was Dude, like, little what? bottle? No, they, it's actually a it's big a bottle. Fifth. <laughs> no, but I saw it. A fifth I was of like, oh, What is happening <laughs> right now? How do they know?
0: How do they know so the apparently
1: I you, talk about this at work?
0: Your go-to um, variety of whiskey too.
1: Yeah, no, but That's like thing, getting your
0: dad a bottle of Jack Daniels.
1: It's it's true. Um I could not be more happy with the Woodford and everything else that was in the basket. But the part that made me really, really happy and I actually had to like stop looking through the basket is the card. They put a card in the basket and everybody signed it and Aww. they all wrote like a blurb
0: so they didn't just and sign it they like, really did
1: I, I opened it and i looked and i was like nope all <laughs> done with this now i'm i'm gonna read this later Thank when you. i'm great, when i have the woodford because it would not have been appropriate to start crying like that at work so um it was very i sweet. mean everybody
0: else was crying you might as well have at it
1: they had stopped crying by the time this happened though like they had pulled it together and they're like these are for you guys and we were like what because we didn't know they were doing this at all.
0: I take it your counterpart didn't have a bottle of Woodford in hers. She didn't
1: have Woodford in hers, but she had wine and she had a couple different types of beer
0: okay. in hers. So, yep. They know her well, too. They
1: do know her well. <laughs> they have us pegged. It's really cute. Um, one of the things that they put in there was uh, like a sticky notepad and it had a little saying on there. And it says something along the lines of, everything is magical. And I was looking at it in in our office and my counterpart saw it and she goes, oh, that could not be more perfect for you. And I was like, I know. And the reason for that is because sometimes we will be having a terrible day and my therapist will say, I don't know what to do. And I will come up with... Because everything
0: is awesome is trademarked by Lego and Disney.
1: (laughs) And I will come up with something and it will be off the wall bonkers and they will look at me like I have 14 heads and I will look at them and say... Do it because it's going to be magical when you do it. And like this is When you move,
0: do that, do your hands go up like jazz hands style, yeah. like up and apart and a rainbow forms sometimes, between them? There you go.
1: Sometimes. Um, and it's just, it's it's a funny little little inside thing from work. So I absolutely love that. It was a wonderful day today. It was such a nice surprise. And I'm very grateful to have the co-workers that I do have. It's nice. Oh Yeah. Also,
0: with yes. regards to work, yes,
1: it came to my attention this week that there are people on the planet <laughs> that have not seen, nor are they even remotely aware of the movie Animal House. What the f***? Exactly. Exactly. So, at work, we got blinds. We finally got blinds up in our building. It is so nice because now we can block out the sun. And keep things a little bit cooler inside. And it's great. The sun. Yeah, do, 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 do. Um, now there goes the sun. Anyways, okay. we had put up um, temporary curtains in one of the rooms. And our Mr. Fix It guy took the curtains down, put up the blinds, and then he was sort of walking around with the, with the curtains over his front part of his body. And he walked into our office.
0: That's a weird way to describe what's going on here. Yeah, anyways, <laughs> it creates a weird mental he, picture. He
1: walks into the office and he's, he's like, I'm going to do that thing. Toga, Toga, Toga. And he goes, you know, from like that movie. And then he paused. And I thought that he was having trouble coming up with the name of the movie that that's from. And of course, that line is from Animal House. And so I spun around in my chair because I always get excited when I can name movies on demand like this. Which is quotes, which often. Is, All the time. And I was like, it's Animal House. That's
0: why you're awesome at movie trivia.
1: I am. And he stopped and he looked at me like I had lobsters crawling out of my ears. Do you know (laughs) what movie that's from? No. It's from A Christmas Story. Oh, cool. Anyways, he looked at me like I was nuts. And my counterpart also looked at me like I was nuts. And I was like, you know, Animal House, where that toga line is from. And they just sat there and they blinked at me. And I was like... What is What do you not do you not know what Animal House is? And they were like, No. No, we don't. What what is it? Who who's in it? And I was Everybody, shocked.
0: Shocked. Everybody's in it.
1: They didn't know. And I was like, John Belushi's
0: in it. How, Kevin Bacon's in do it. How do you not know? Donald them? Sutherland's in it. And then
1: I, it. I like I looked at my counterpart and she's like, I don't really like movies, so I don't know most of them. And I was like, Okay, I guess Even that's Twisted okay. Sister did I, a
0: play on that for their, their main video for their basically one-hit wonder. But
1: then I looked at Mr. Fixed Guy. I know they guy. got other
0: songs, so Twisted Sister fans don't get <laughs> pissed at us. But, you know, their big hit, their video, they do a play on Animal House. They even got the actor from Animal House to do the part. But
1: then I looked at Mr. Fixed Guy, and I was like, you're a dude. How how do you not know this movie? It's like a quintessential guy movie. Did you
0: do it with the uh, I didn't. Christina Aguilera nope, voice? I didn't. Where she's doing Sex in the City, and she's Samantha, and she's like, I'm a, I'm a dude. dude.
1: No, that would have been awesome, but no. And he was like, I, I don't know. I just have never heard of this. And I was like, how old are you? And he goes, I just turned 31. I was like, oh, frick. Oh, my God, this is gross. And then the two of them came up with the movie that the Toga Lion was apparently from. And would you like to know what movie they think it's from? Accepted with Justin Long. Which mm-hmm. is an
0: homage That's to Animal House.
1: Exactly. And I was like... Oh, God, we have so much work to do. Um, So then, like, this deeply bothered me to the point where I walked around the building and checked on all of my clients and all of my counterparts' clients. So you
0: didn't kill the workers?
1: mm -hmm, I saw that if they needed anything, and, and then I said, Oh, by the way, while I'm here, I'm doing an informal, impromptu poll, and I need to know if you've seen the movie Animal House. And they were like, What? And I swear to God, like... 50% Fifty percent of the building had no idea was what this it, movie was. Was
0: there a correlation to their age?
1: Oh, it's for sure an age thing. To the point though, okay. where they how were like, are, wait, old, wait, I, I where they questions. multiple of them asked me if it was a Disney cartoon movie. And I was like, <laughs> What the f No, it is highly inappropriate for children. Do not watch it around your kids. They thought But also you need to watch it.
0: Animal or an animated uh Disney cartoon with animals. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Question Your counterpart, the other behavior analyst in the building, <laughs> how old is she?
1: She's 30. God damn it. Yep.
0: Uh, had she seen it?
1: Oh, no. She has no idea what it
0: is. Um, nope. You have some older RBTs, yes. uh, registered behavior this therapists. This it gets wonky. Okay. Of the ones that are over 35, Okay. how many had seen it?
1: Okay. There's only a handful of those. Yeah,
0: I know. That's why I'm narrowing it down. How many out like of the two. ones... That, Two out of the five that no, are over 35?
1: There, there are only like two that are over 35.
0: I, and out of those two, had they seen it?
1: One. God. The other one who is like four, the, four months way. younger than me. I was, I was going to say, her, are
0: any over, over 40 or you're just the oldest person in the building? There's
1: one that's over 40 and she has seen it. Okay. And then the other one is a couple months younger than me. And she hasn't? And she was like, no, I don't know what that
3: is. And I was like... Dude,
0: you are my age. You are supposed
1: to know these things. And she goes, (gasps) "I don't know what you're talking about." We didn't have a TV growing up, and we're doing a hockey episode tonight. I should have had you go.
0: I should have had you go pull the building on Who's Seen Slapshot.
1: But speaking about hockey, so enough about work. Like this is the end of my work stories. It's it's that everybody that I work with is too young to know about the movie Animal House. Oh my god,
0: the damn kids need to get off our lawn and what else? Damn kids, they need
1: to watch Animal House. That too that that's just it damn kids be aware of like older movies that are freaking hilarious that all the other movies we like
0: borrow from so clearly we're crotchety old people who have seen animal house yes there we go so moving on what else is your next story
1: no that's the end of my oh work you're, you had something but else we went out with your hockey friends the other night we did Was well, that that was last night <laughs> <It> was.
0: <laughs> we met up at one of the breweries where i actually have a mug at
1: yeah And you guys were all talking about hockey, and it got super boring for me. So I turned to the guy sitting next to me, and I was like, I have a question for you. (laughs) And he was like,
0: okay. Wait, wait. (laughs) You were flanked by two of the young well, actually, the two youngest captains we have in the league. They're both, the only captains who were in, no, actually, I got a new one that's in his 20s in AB. But anyway, uh, for the Sunday night leagues, the two youngest that we have there,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, one is like 26, and one's like 28 or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah they're delightful everybody there is delightful yes lots of fun lots of giggles last night but i turned to the one on my right because he was being quiet and the other one was in a conversation about wildly inappropriate things and i was like I have a question for you and he was like okay what is it and i was like had have you seen the movie animal house <laughs> and he was like no should I see it? Is it new? What is it?
2: Is it
0: and a cartoon? Like, no, is it made did, by Disney? He
1: stopped short of asking me if it was a Disney movie, <laughs> <laughs> but he hadn't seen it. He's never even heard of it. And I was like, what the f*** is happening right now? Because I don't understand how I live in a world where most people apparently like this have not good, heard of
0: this movie. This is a good time to put in. When I'm bleeping you, it's because you're swearing like a sailor. When I'm bleeping the kids later in this episode, it's because they're saying other kid- children's names, including our children, which yeah. we don't want to share.
1: So I did ask him. I was like, oh, how old are you? And he goes, I'm 26. And I was like, mm, OK, I guess it's OK. You don't know the answer to this, but this is not OK. You need to watch it immediately. And you overheard that I was asking him this. And you were like, open it up to the entire table. And so I turned to my left where everybody else was. And I asked them. And they had all seen it. And that made me feel much better, especially because the guy on my left was also quite young. So
0: Yeah, but he was at Michigan Tech. So he's okay. true. Uh, I'm yeah. sure that's And the guy is. next to him, well, is a little bit younger than me. But he's about our age. Yeah. Yeah, he falls. his His birthday falls between yours and mine. Okay, so he's of like your brother, tradition. yes, but his wife hadn't seen it.
1: Yeah, but she said she that also hasn't she... seen Labyrinth. Yeah, she said she's not a movie person.
0: She also said earlier, before uh COVID and quarantine and everything, that she hadn't seen Slapshot. To which the entire hockey league was appalled and aghast. And it's like, oh. what do you mean you haven't seen Slapshot? That's she needs like to
1: watch that immediately.
0: Uh, I don't know if she did watch it during quarantine or not. If not, she needs to watch it. She needs to put her kids to bed first before she watches it.
1: Absolutely. It's bad.
0: <laughs> well, or maybe she needs to let those sweet those no, two sweet little they do girls not watch need it. To watch that. We don't because, let our
1: kids watch it. She doesn't need to let, her well, let kids watch it. Well, it would make
0: Learn to Play hilarious when they start playing. That would be so fun. Because I believe one, if not two of them, are in learn to skate right now.
1: Aww. Um, you know what I need you to do on Sunday when you go to hockey?
0: <laughs> where i go to hockey and hockey and hockey because exactly. i'm scheduled to play in so, four games back to back to back to Mi- back mr. Is that four? okay whatever
1: mr hockey rink owner has a wiper race board by the entrance to the rink yes can you please put up informal poll have you seen no <laughs>
4: please
1: <laughs> and then just have people tally it on yes or no.
0: Yeah, fine. I'll put it up Thank there. Thank you.
1: And then take a picture and send it to me at yeah, the end of the day. Because
0: I don't think he's showing up on Sunday. No. No. He, he's, I don't think he's coming.
1: He's out of commission.
0: <laughs> anyway. Uh, he's got little kids. I don't think he's showing up.
1: Yeah. Okay. Even but more of he, a reason his, then. His you little can si- put it up.
0: Look, his little sister he better show up because she's on one of my teams and we're running low on players. She
1: doesn't not show up. She's, she likes hockey. No.
0: It's so we're playing on Easter Sunday because in all the other years when we've taken Easter off or we've taken one of the Sundays off during spring break, everyone has complained and complained and whined about why are we taking this off? We need to keep playing, blah, blah, blah. If we you know the few people who want to leave, we'll just get subs. So this year we're like, well, you know what? We're coming off of the covid year. It's still pandemic is still going on. You know, last spring we didn't have any games, but in the previous seasons, every time we took stuff off, people complained, and we're trying to shoehorn in this mini-season for us, which is nine weeks total, including playoffs, so that we can wrap up before Memorial Day.
2: hmm
0: All right, we'll do it. The only way we can do it is if we play straight on through. So that's what we're doing. And <laughs> people are like, great, and they sign up, and they knew what they were signing up for, and they go, great, have your game, I'm not coming. Mm-hmm holy crap we got a lot of people out um and so we're trying to get subs for everything and they're like why don't we reschedule when would you like to reschedule as soon as we come off of spring break youth hockey for spring resumes like there's not ice time we got to do this and we're gonna go so i've got uh and we'll get into this a little bit but i've got two teams on sunday nights (laughs) in two leagues not to mention being commissioner for all the whole hot mess of four leagues But I, and two of those, I'm a captain and playing. And then I was last night, we were talking about, I'm like, I'm subbing in three games. I'm sitting next to the guy who's subbing in four games. And one of the Mm -hmm. other captains was at the table and uh, who is one of the guys who hasn't seen Animal House. Mm -hmm. And he's like, You want to play in a fourth? I'm like, Why are you shorthanded? He's like, I am. (laughs) Why don't you just like, uh, and it happened to be the one game I wasn't playing in. And like, Wanted you to show up. I'm like
1: So fine. you are gonna live at the rink on Sunday is what you're telling me.
0: Yet again Is kid
1: number one showing up for any of those games?
0: No, because Whew. all right, she don't showed get up. A drive. Last weekend she showed up uh because she played in bad hockey, beginner adult development hockey, and she was the goalie. And then afterwards you came and picked her up. Mm-hmm. But I had to be there to drop her off and because she's a goalie and she's the world's slowest goalie when it comes to dressing, we had to be there a half hour early. Mm-hmm. So I dropped her off, which was fine, because I had to hang up the rosters and the schedule and get everything situated and get jerseys handed out to my team. It was the first week of the adult league. Uh, I had uh, my game. I played the early game, and then I just ran around and did commissioner stuff and checked on people, and part of that is we can't drink out in the rink area. So it's like, oh, I'll just duck in from locker room to locker room to take a sip of whatever I'm drinking. (laughs) And, uh, but a schmoozing and, you know, having fun. And then, so we had two, we had another, uh, uh senior league game that we had a C level game. And then I was in the late game because, and as I put out to my team, clearly the commissioner hates me when he made the schedule, the, com- the schedule is based on your You're draft the pick. Commissioner. I'm the commissioner. It's got placeholders and wherever your draft pick number is, that's, that's where you get. Well, I ended up with the early game, which even though bad is it before that, and the late game, so I was there on a way to the end. Plus, things were running behind schedule, so it was, oh, it was a late night. Yay. Should we get into why there's so much stuff going on?
1: Yes, but first. Okay. You got your shot.
0: I did get my shot. We didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about it.
1: Because I was sick.
0: My, yeah, it, it kicked my butt. Actually, it was fine before, and you know, like I felt a little weird. You know, and I get this thing when I get shots, and you know, some people could relate to this, and some people just think I'm weird. But uh, about 15 20 minutes after getting the shot, I almost can kind of feel something in my teeth, I can kind of almost taste something. And this is true for all vaccinations I get, whether it's TB or flu shot or tetanus or whatever. I just kind of feel something, taste something in my teeth. But I'm like, yeah, but I feel fine. And I went, and it was pretty good for the afternoon, but it as the afternoon, especially as I was cooking dinner with the kids, I just started feeling, like, wiped out hmm. and lethargic and ended up laying on the couch and just knocked me out. Just knocked me out. The next day I got up, felt fine, uh, other than my arm was sore, because, you know, anytime you get a shot in the muscle, you, you feel weird. So I had a soreness in my arm, but... That was it. So I've got one shot down. Got my second shot coming up in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Not going to announce the dates just for privacy concerns. But Which one did you get? Though? I got Moderna and I have no problem saying that. And you got Pfizer. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've had both of yours. Yep. You're good to go.
1: I'm, I've been good for weeks.
0: I'm 50% there. <laughs> so.
1: I know. And then like we can see people again. I know.
0: Still wearing masks. Of course. Of course. Yep. But. It's uh speed It's yeah. important. All that fun stuff. So, yeah, had that had the shot. Uh, let me see. Since the last episode, we wrapped up youth hockey. Mm-hmm. We wrapped up adult hockey. I handed out the trophy, all that fun stuff. We did the tightest turn ever where we finished adult hockey on a Sunday. And then we're looking at the registrations. The registrations are running high. It's like, you know, it's time we bring these leagues back into alignment. We originally started, we had a 40-plus league, which was really just enough players for two teams. Captain, we had one captain. He put up a list every Sunday, said, Here's who's playing. Everybody else was in the AB league. And we had six teams for that. And we did that for a while. And then eventually we're like, You know, let's welcome in some C players and almost 40 players, those ones that are like 38, 35. Mm. And we'll have four teams in the C league. Well, the C league, especially with those bent definitions that C40 plus league took off and it had six teams and people were jumping out of the AB, especially out of that B ranks and AB shrunk down to four eventually.
2: Hmm.
0: Well, this time we're looking at hockey players are procrastinators. When I was down at Notre Dame, it was the same way we we're looking at numbers. They all sign up in the last minute. So we get to the Monday of draft week where we we're expecting numbers to be low. And all of a sudden we're like, we got 65 skaters
1: a lot of people
0: for the C40 plus league. This thing's easily going to be over 80, 80 players, and A-B is looking thin. We really need to realign it back to where it should be and get some of these B players who are slumming it down in Sunday nights, mm-hmm. especially the ones in their 20s and their teens, get them where they're B players. They need to be up with the A-B. So I put it out to the captains, the captains put in their two cents, Uh, the rink owner and I evaluated it, and then we notified those players. And of course, some of them started giving kickback and the rink owner came back to me on Friday night, or actually Friday during the day. It's like, well, I don't know, this might not be the time. It's like, look, they need to go. And some of them, some of them really needed to go because it's like, they're not backing off and you cannot be a teenager riding a 65 year old hard into the boards
1: sounds dirty
0: it does it's <laughs> like keep your hands off the old men but this is the case where it's like could you not like rough up the old dudes um and i i'm like give me give me 20 minutes and I so i ran the numbers and like we had more than enough over 40 players to have an over 40 league we were a little light on C, and so we discussed it and he's like well i don't know and i'm like you know what screw it I'm gonna make it happen. If it fails, this is gonna be our shortest season ever, and whatever it, it fails, but make it work. So the key was finding enough captains, finding enough goalies, finding enough players for all the teams, and I had I had 23 hours
2: <laughs>
0: from that discussion to the draft yep. to basically create a whole nother league and find enough players to make it work. And we did. Yay! And on top of all this, your parents were in town. Your brother was on in. We had a big family dinner coming. It's like, this has got to work because I need to have a captain's meeting, rake all the players, come up with the rules, come up with how we're going to make this work, find all the key people and bodies, draft the team, send it out, deal with all the post-draft trades, and then, boom, let's go. And, by the way, from the draft, we had roughly about 24 hours from that point to the first game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it was a crazy weekend. Uh, we made it work, and I played too. And then now uh, we're coming up on week two, and I'm going to be playing four games on Sunday. And of course, we've got our AB league on Mondays. And this episode, we're well, recording you're not right now in the AB league. No, right? but I did go there on Monday night, especially for the first week, to do my commissioner duties yeah. to make sure everything went smoothly. And this episode will post on Monday. So by the time this posts, I will have played four games. You'll be dead. I will be exhausted and dead. And, and
1: it'll be spring break and you'll be home.
0: Well, like luckily, kids. this will automatically post. So because no. I, will, I will be hurting. Uh, no, I got other craft to do. Plus, I got all my kids home. So while well, I'm trying to do it. <laughs> Yay. I'll be at work. Yay. <laughs> Want it, to trade? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: They might like you more
0: than me. We can't trade. I like my job. And all this, like like while I'm trying to do all this draft (laughs) stuff and find everything, and oh my god, we got like guys who are whining, like the commissioner is just trying to push me out of the league and push me to Mondays. And like, really, because that's why, with 24 hours before the draft, I bent over backwards to create a new league to kind of keep you around. Like, go to hell. Um, And oh, by the way, we didn't have enough jerseys, so I like I own two team sets of jerseys and contributed one of my personal team sets to a team that I'm not even playing on Yep. to which I told the captain, don't lose any. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert, he already lost one that he had a sub who was a, one of the, the the ladies in the league, wore it, left it in the locker room. One of the rink corners gave it back to me. He's like, this is yours, isn't it? I'm like, yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Totally called him out at, a, at the uh, brewery last night.
1: I was going to say, did you look inside of the seats in the locker rooms? No, no, no. The- she left it in there, Boy. and they
0: handed it to me. He wasn't aware that it was still missing, and he thought it was oh, sitting still sitting in the girls' locker room because oh. he can't go in the girls' locker yeah. room.
1: Okay, I get it. Uh, yeah. Kid number one told me that there's a pair of high heels in the seats. Really, in the girls' locker room. Really, yeah. yeah she has shown them. Did to she try them on? Uh, I'm sure she has because they've been in there for like a year.
0: Are they her size? Mm-mm. Okay.
1: They're like grown up ones. Um, she dude.
0: She wears. Uh, I just called my wife, dude. Um, she wears a five and a half running shoe in it's women's. Women's. Shut Who up. told her she could be big?
1: Not me. No. Um. Anyways, she and the other girl hockey players, like little girl hockey players, think it is hilarious that there is this pair of like.
0: They should get them bronzed and just leave them there.
1: in Inside of the seat. And they're like, why are they? They've come up with so many wild stories about it. I'm like, dude, somebody just freaking <laughs> took off their shoes and stuck them in there. A princess and they from
0: a ball came to yeah, go play like, her hockey it, game and lost her shoes. not what's happening here. Oh. But
1: they're just. I like that
0: story. We need to write a children's book about the princess from the ball who said, screw the dance. I'm going to go play hockey. And we then would, forgot her actually, shoes at the hockey not game. That's a terrible idea. That would be awesome. I, we'd probably someone's, we're going to post this. So, and like, someone's going to steal it before we get it.
1: It's okay. In college, I wrote a children's story. Did you? I did. And you've read it and you actually liked it. And it was called Southern Belle and Yes uh, Prince Fettuccini. Yes. It's about us. Yes. My teacher loved it. It was great.
0: (laughs) That's when you're taking kids lit.
1: It was. Yeah. And you were still at Michigan Tech. And so you were like guarded by the evil snowflakes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's even funnier now. I had to save
2: you. Because this was...
0: This was still, uh, was this in the 19s or the oh, tw- yeah. 2000s is, no, as a kid? this was
1: in the 2000s because I graduated right at the end of the 19s. So yeah. college was the 2000s. Anyways, I had to save you uh, using my wits and my smarts and my hair dryer that I packed in my overnight bag.
0: If you wrote it today, you would have been one of those mouse you have going there would be Woodford.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'd have to save you with Woodford <laughs> yeah. from the evil snowflakes that were guarding you.
0: And anyone who has kids will we we'll get the reference yeah. there.
1: I wrote in the story that we met at a Mardi Gras ball. Uh huh. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: It's not too far off. It's not. It's great. Yeah.
1: It's a fantastic story. I have it in somewhere. Oh. Uh, we should revisit that. Maybe
2: kids along one
0: the way though. With all the chaos of hockey yes. and everything else, you had a buttload of insurance reports due. Those were a pain in, in the insurance reports are we had taekwondo testing which was a surprise to my mom since she runs all the books and the ordering and my dad just basically said while he was um. over dropping off goldfish for our kids to take care of while they're out of town and basically okay,
1: but we need to talk about this for a minute and then because...
0: he's like we're testing him and he's like don't listen to your grandmother i promote people and do the testings and our yes. kids are like what the hell we don't know all our form yet
1: that's exactly what they said they were like we don't know all the forms but grandpa said we're testing so we're scared it was like well, if grandpa said you're testing, then you're testing. You better know your stuff so you it's, can pass. It's not like the but, old days
0: when I did it where grandpa like raked me over the coals when I was trying to go for black belt. Yeah, like,
1: apparently, that's not what's happening anymore. Where,
0: yeah, where it was like, not only did we have to do all our forms and all our everything,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they each judge got to ask you a question when you tested for black. Scary. My own father, who didn't own the school at that point, Decided to lead off because he was the junior most judge and both decided to show, not only show that he wasn't a pushover because he was the new guy, mm-hmm. uh, asked his own son, give me the definition of every form and every belt you've ever had, which is like, like I'm looking there like, are you with me, dad? You just gave me basically, let, let me ask you the entire book of questions that everybody else can ask. And at that point, all the other judges actually felt bad for me. Good. Yeah. Because um, I had the world's the world's hardest, longest compound question but, ever proposed at that school. Did
1: you answer it? Oh hell yeah! Okay then.
0: He's like, I only asked you because I knew you could do it. I'm like, I was nine, nine, <laughs> dad. Thanks for throwing a driving Any- a bus over me back and forth. Okay, anyways, but I did it.
1: Yeah, you did it. At the end. And then
0: our kids, it's like, oh, at least you tried. No, <laughs> like,
1: but that's the thing. Like they, <laughs> I took them to taekwondo. I dropped them off. I came home. I went to the bathroom. I came out of the bathroom and kid number one popped out in front of me in the hallway and I was like, what What the f*** is happening? I, I took you to Taekwondo. Why are you in the hallway? What is happening? How did you get here? You didn't here?
0: hear me scream when uh, Grandpa called?
1: No. Oh. And she goes, kid number two got the poops. We had to come home. And I was like, what do you mean he got the poops? He had diarrhea all over the bathroom. <laughs>
0: I am uh I, I am ninety percent sure it was stress induced diarrhea.
1: I have no doubt because, because he was terrified they, of testing. Because
0: we didn't know when testing was and they asked when is testing gonna be and grandma's like, oh, I think after spring break, and grandpa's like, I think it's gonna be tonight. And he was in like panic attack mode, and I'm pretty sure he just stressed him the hell out, and so he went and like I got a call like ten minutes after dropping off. He's like, He's been in the bathroom. Uh, you better come get him. He says his stomach hurts and he's got diarrhea. And so, like, I came down and pick him up, and he—they were all putting on their purple belts—and he sent all three home. And then, as I'm still driving home, and we only live like three minutes away from the studio, (laughs) if that, uh, he's like, "Well, I just want to know that uh, he's not—I just wanted to clean the bathroom or check the bathroom, and I'm gonna have to clean it." And he wasn't faking. I'm like, "Okay, one TMI, two—I didn't suspect that he wasn't faking it." But, uh, okay, whatever. I mean, I'm just thinking myself, you stressed out the kid with autism, so,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Because, surprise, you're going to test.
1: Anyways, yeah. uh, somehow, all three of them managed to pass their testing, and they're now purple belts. Yeah. I would like to know how kid number two managed to do that from the bathroom, but sure.
0: Whatever. I mean, he, I mean... My dad watches them every night, but it really got down to, like, they still have to learn half their blue belt form. Now they got a purple belt form, but purple is when they start getting, they go from two month testings to four months, so he probably figures we can just factor it in. Okay. Whatever.
1: Well, it'll be fun. They're really excited to be purple belts. Kid number four managed to get herself a purple belt. She's had a purple belt for
0: a while. They ordered an extra one just for her, because they asked, what's your favorite color? She said, pink. They're like, there's no pink. She's like, purple. And they're like, go oh, find They ordered her a purple belt. You
1: know, it was really cute. But she's excited. because She's like, me and the guys all have purple <laughs> belts. Now we can wear them together. And I was like, yeah. All sure.
0: right. So it's that fine. all. And wow, that's a big thing. It's been a lot. busy two weeks. So that's why we didn't drop an episode as planned. But this episode, this episode is all about hockey and this break between hockey for the kids, not for me. Uh, this episode is about hockey is for everyone and how it really has something for everyone, whether you can skate or even if you can't skate. Or
1: if you can't stop.
0: Or you can't stop. Uh, this is a great sport, and uh, we really wanted to celebrate it with this episode because, look, we've got an adult who... Uh, I grew up in this area where we didn't have like all these kids and all these people I play with, and even adults are like, oh, I started skating at... The local rink, which is enclosed on three sides and or no, it's open on three sides and enclosed on one side and has a cover. I'm like that didn't exist. It used to be a big depression they flooded and they didn't allow hockey sticks there. I have to go shovel uh the the local township would flood a volleyball court and we'd shovel that. We'd play uh to play ice hockey. We played a lot of roller hockey. I didn't play indoors until I went up to Michigan Tech.
1: I used to walk uphill and downhill yeah, 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 to get through yeah. the bus.
0: So, um, But I played that, and then when no I shoes. left Michigan Tech, I got I went to Western, and I got too fat to wear my pads. I didn't start playing again until kid one started playing. Um, but there's a place for people like me who just enjoy playing and enjoy the sport. There's room in the sport for our kids who are playing, and we've got girls. Mm-hmm. We've got vertically challenged boy <laughs> for kid three. Oh. He's a little guy. He's hanging there. And we got a kid with special needs who's on the autism spectrum and is ADHD. Mm -hmm. And then this is also a sport that lends itself to somebody like you who can skate but doesn't stop well.
1: I don't. You you are out there
0: for playing scorekeeper, you've done parent kid games, but the best part and why I love going to games with you, Mm -hmm. especially like professional and college games, when you're Mm -hmm. screaming for blood, and when you know, nice mild (laughs) manner behavior analyst Jessica's there, beat him with a stick, beat him with a stick. Cut his head off. <laughs> Slice him with your skate. Yeah, it's true. Blood fight. I,
1: I like rip when, his helmet
0: off. Rip his head off.
1: I like it when people fight during hockey <laughs> games. It makes it worth it for me. So so much fun. I remember Yay. like Michigan
0: Tech. Like I was, I lived in Wads. If you know uh, Michigan Tech's campus, Wadsworth Hall is the largest non-military dormitory in North America. Huge <laughs> place, quarter mile long. We'd walk up the hill, we'd go to the STC, the student development complex where they had the John McInnes Student Ice Arena, and we watch games. And like you'd walk up with your basically your to go cup, a very southern thing we used to do. And then as you're walking in, well, you can't take alcohol in. So we everyone would just go shove it in a snow bank because oh there's tons of snow, which you would then grab it on your way back out.
1: We put that Rumple
0: Oh my God. Rumple Mints. Yeah, it was Rumple Mints. What was it? Rumple Chocolate milk. And vodka. Yeah. Yeah, it was super spiked. It put it put something. it in the ice bank or went in and watched the game you were screaming for blood the whole time and then on the way out we grabbed it and walked on the hill of course on the way down between the ice rink and the uh the dorm we have to go past the town cemetery which has like the biggest monument in the damn cemetery is my burger thing. king is not burger king it's my family
1: no burger king hat crown
0: what about burger king crown
1: on the monument
0: Oh, there was a Burger King crown on the family monument. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) there was. Oh, my God.
1: I like pancakes. Yeah.
0: So this is a a completely, uh, this is an awesome sport. Um, And so I I, I spoke to the kids about this. We're going to play that in a little bit. But Jessica. Marco. Do you play hockey? Nope. Am I ever going to get you into adult hockey?
1: (laughs) Not a chance in hell.
0: I think you should. No. It's great cardio.
1: Sure. Not going to happen.
0: You get to sweat just putting the stuff on. How many times? How about as a hockey mom? Yeah, let's talk about that.
1: I have a fun mug.
0: You do have a fun hockey I like mug. That. How much of a workout it is to dress Jesus Christ three kids for one ice time?
1: It is physically and mentally while draining. holding
0: your newborn. It is while your husband's so off coaching track
1: hard to get <laughs> tiny humans dressed for hockey and it, especially when they're all in the same class and you have to have all three of them dressed at the exact same time we used to show up an hour and a half early for hockey lessons
0: if it takes so that
1: i had time to get them all dressed and not be in like full-blown panic mode
0: if it takes 10 to 15 minutes to dress one kid it does not take <laughs> 20 to 30 <laughs> minutes for two kids uh-uh. it doesn't work that way because while you're dressing the next kid the first kid is undressing themselves or undying things.
1: Yeah, because then they have to go to the bathroom. Well, or not just something that. is itchy.
0: Or they want to help and they undo what you just did.
1: It's the worst. Super cute, but the worst.
0: Oh my god! And we did have that right after uh, kid number one, four was born. Oh my god. All three it were was, on the ice at the same time. So
1: yeah, you weren't there, and I, no, I, wasn't. I showed up not an hour and a half early, and I was frantically trying to get these three dressed, and kid number four was hysterically crying that little tiny newborn cry in her stroller, and I was like, oh my god, she's hungry. These kids are not dressed. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. And this very nice dad with like one kid came and sat down next to us. And he was like, he got his kid dressed and he's like, Do you want me to help? And I was like, Sure, that'd be awesome. And he was like, Which one? And I was like, I don't care. Just pick a kid. Here's their stuff. I don't care. And he starts getting, I think it was kid number one dressed and he's tying skates. And then kid number two looks up at me. And I'm frantically like strapping his pads to him and he goes, Mommy, my penis is getting hard. <laughs> And I was like, what? The actual Kid number four is still crying. And I look over at this dad and he was like, oh my God, I don't even, i no eye contact whatsoever. (laughs) Because kid number two did not whisper it, said it very loudly. And I was like.
0: In the whole locker room?
1: There was nobody else. It was me and this other kid's dad. And I was like, "Why? why? And I looked at kid number two and I was like, We are getting dressed for hockey. We are not talking about your penis right now. I don't want to hear anything else about your penis. Look, he
0: was excited to play.
1: (laughs) Kid number three is like cadet and i just oh my god. you showed up like well into practice and i I always
0: did it's like as soon as i, I finished know, track practice like, and all the kids got picked up i got the hell out of there and went racing down to south bend that's
1: how it worked and but you showed up and i have honestly never been more relieved to see you than i was in that moment on that day and i swear to god i thought i was gonna burst into tears it was horrible
0: Oh, highly right. entertaining i don't even know where to now, transition for that so I'm, you're welcome i'm, I'm gonna take a, a quick segue and ask you a question i asked all the kids <laughs> when we started our segments that i didn't ask at the start of yours what are you wearing
1: i'm wearing a notre dame jersey there you go i don't like notre dame we- i'm also not super fond of hockey jerseys Where's your Chiefs jersey? You should have given me that one.
0: The the numbers are falling off. So my IM team up at Michigan Tech, which had like retired numbers by the time I got there, was the the Chiefs. Somehow the name and numbers, especially the numbers on the back, are just completely falling off after like twenty some years of having that jersey. Imagine
1: that. Things don't last forever. <laughs> what are you wearing?
0: I've been mixing it up all day as we've been recording these. Uh, right now, I'm actually wearing a Montreal Canadiens jersey.
1: Really? That looks like Chicago.
0: That That is most absolutely not it's Chicago. It's got a C
1: in it, each on it. And it...
0: For the halves. What? That's a long story. It doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't sense. care. Um, don't worry. It's neat. French.
1: All right. Not Chicago. Got it.
0: Yeah. I had Chicago on earlier, twice. Oh. And Western.
1: And you give me Notre Dame.
0: You could have worn the, uh, the Pucks for Autism one. You you said it was Indiana Beverage Distributor or the guy it was too busy. Where the guys pushing a keg? That's funny. Yeah.
1: Um anyways, I've
0: journeyman distillery cuz I have that team this season. What else you got over there? I also have Nile Steel Tank. Okay, okay. The, the point is, is, is clearly is that we
1: have way too many hockey jerseys in this house.
0: I could have you could have worn one of the kids' jerseys. No, they got all sorts.
1: I those don't fit.
0: They're oh, tiny. No, <laughs> they're not that tiny anymore.
1: Well, not kid number 1. No hockey goalie
0: kid, kid number two is pretty big too yeah
1: anyways what else anyways, you got anyways
0: as a hockey mom how do you feel watching our kids uh out on the ice
1: i like it because i like that they're excited to be out there playing they're trying to achieve something and i feel really proud when i get to watch them play especially when they score a goal or they stop a goal or they come really close to scoring like it's exciting
0: you um, know, I that, like to see them
1: work hard and to like push themselves to be better than the last time they played. That's great. Um, I do not like it. I didn't ask that
0: part yet. But.
1: I do not like it when somebody's kid shoves into my kid. I don't like that
0: at all. Boy, wait till you hear kid two segment. Yes. Um, but <laughs> speaking of stopping goals and saving goals. How does it feel to be a goalie mom?
1: It's fine. I don't really. Really? Because
0: I think even as a goalie dad and never mind that I'm coach too, it's like, it's nerve wracking because everyone's just like, well, we would be winning if your kid just stopped everything.
1: That part I do not like because people are and they don't understand um, what exactly. It's high stress being the goalie parent. It's not just the goalie that is protecting the goal. Like they're supposed to be defensemen. And sometimes those kids are not doing their jobs. And then my kid gets blamed for it. And I don't like that because then Sometimes, my kid gets uh, upset.
0: Those kids are heading out at hanging out at center Ice going, damn, look at all the four of those kids shoot at our kid. <laughs> it's yeah. like somebody, should, she should just save it all.
1: As far as like flipping out because people are shooting at her, they're running into her whatever. I'm not too concerned about that because she puts on her pads and I have a field day kicking the crap out of those pads to see if it hurts her. And the answer is always no.
0: She is well-padded. Full
1: of giggles. And she thinks it's hysterical that mommy's like trying to beat her up. But really, I'm <laughs> trying to see if she's going to get hurt. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, she's not I I'm not. Hurt.
1: I'm not worried about that part I am of it. more concerned. I'm worried about like the psychological damage of having her teammates say, you suck, you didn't do your job. When really, well, they're also and, not doing and their job. And we job. talked
0: about that too. Because she plays on a co-ed team. And there's only two girls, at least this last season and the season before, there were only two girls on the team. But this last season, there's two girls on the team. There were two goalies. One was a boy. One was a girl. And as even as coach, and both coaches you know, would look at this going, it's interesting that they think the other goalie, uh, and the two goalies have very different styles of play. Mm-hmm. And the one made these amazing diving saves where he's coming across. Well, he's making these diving saves coming across the whole crease because he's completely out of position, whereas our kid looks kind of nonchalant. Because she's already over there. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how much of it is just you're a bunch of 11 and 12 year olds and it's boy versus girl.
1: I think it's boy versus girl. Well, yeah. Most of them are boys.
0: Most of them are boys, but um, the coaches all agreed she's the better goalie in terms of technique. Now, like, look, she's not the world's best goalie Mm-mm. and she's got plenty to work on, of course, but relatively speaking, one she's consistently there. Yeah, which is that's part of half it. the battle. <laughs> that's more than half the battle, uh, and she's got the better technique, and she has the more potential for improvement because she's got the foundations there that she can build on. Whereas the other one has just got slop central going on, and it's like, dude, you got to take it down a notch to build up. Uh, and now there, I mean, there is one coach. Who doesn't agree with all this? Because he's like, whoa, he makes more saves. It's like, or makes more amazing saves. It's like, no, he makes Nobody more. Nobody like,
1: cares if they're amazing. Saves. Well, no one the cares about that to get the save.
0: No one cares about this one coach's opinion. Uh, yeah, the the no. coach we do care about is the one that's yeah, working with a uh, yep. kid number one all the time. <clears throat> uh, but it is stressful. Um, I I think you've got your your hockey mom mug. You almost need another one that says should say like may contain whiskey. Anytime you're watching her games. Oh,
1: putting whiskey in the coffee <laughs> makes going, going to hockey games on Saturday mornings like a thousand times better. We
0: need to talk to. Uh, um, Hashtag not an
1: alcoholic.
0: So just somebody because we, we like added coffee. this other league. And one of the guys that's usually a captain, he's actually coming off of he had COVID and he was just exhausted. And I had to ask one captain to take a season off because we're we decrease the number of teams. And I went to him. I'm like, look, you're one of my best captains, but I know you're you got to be exhausted from having COVID. Do you need a season off? Mm-hmm. He's like, yes, I would love it. I ended up drafting him. So like the jerseys to go with the company he works for went to my team. He's on my team, but he gets the benefit of like me running it. Mm-hmm. His uh, his daughter's a goalie. Yep, and all I can think of right now is his wife, and I don't know if she drinks during their games hmm. or she spikes her coffee during their games, but I can only imagine that she does, especially <laughs> off the stuff she posts on spo- social media.
1: Okay, I don't follow her, so I don't know.
0: They're fun. They're well, they're fun. I couple. have no
1: doubt they're fun. I, I just don't follow them. Yes. I'm super selective about who I follow yes. and who I let follow me on social media. All right. We can probably cut how that. How about, yeah. How
0: about <laughs> this? Hockey. Yes. Well, not as a player, not your sport. Nope. Yet. Nope. Maybe. Nope. We'll see. No. Um. You know, there's always life after 40. It's like a new life. No. As a sport in general or a spectator sport, you enjoy it?
1: Yeah. Better than going to a football the game? Hockey players will beat the shit out of each other. Love so, it. yes, I enjoy it. Also, blood bounces on ice, and that's fun <laughs> oh, to watch. God. I wanted to be a doctor. This is what you get. You knew what you were getting into when you married me. This is not a secret. I okay. put that on full display while we were dating at Michigan Tech. So Beat it with it, the stick. You
0: lead knew. It, Leading off this episode, we've got hockey. There's something for everyone. And speaking of which, we are now going to segue into the children. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kitty kids.
0: First up, we have kid number three. Kid number three. How's it going? What are you wearing today, Kid Number Three?
5: A penguins jersey. Why
0: did you choose a penguins jersey to put on?
5: Because it's because it has yellow, and yellow is my favorite color, and,
0: and I like penguins, and there's a penguin on it. That's a good reason. That's a good, whole bunch of good reasons. So today we're talking about yep. hockey.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you know anyone who plays hockey? Me. Yeah. How many years have you played hockey? Um, five. I don't think you've played for five. You did start skating when you were two. Well, let's count backwards. This year, what team were you on?
5: The Red Wolves.
0: And the year before that?
5: The Black Wolves.
0: And the year before that?
5: Um, The, the Red Team.
0: The Red Team for Learn to Play. And what about before that?
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Before that, you were in uh, Learn to Skate.
5: Mhm.
0: So we've got three full years of hockey in, right? Mhm. And at what level do you play at? Do you know? might might's also eight and under uh-huh. and which is perfect because how old are you eight and what are you going to be playing next year mm. what will you be in the fall how old will you be nine no you won't um, don't grow up too fast on me 8 you'll be eight so you'll get one more year of mites of U eight to go okay did you have fun this year yes yeah what was your favorite memory from this past season
5: it got confusing when it was the yellow team and the red team versus the blue team and the black team.
0: Wait, wait, the very last game, the consolation game for all the teams that lost in the semifinals and the quarterfinals in the Big Mike tournament, mm-hmm. that was your favorite memory? Mm-hmm. It wasn't playing goalie or yeah, any of the goalie. other stuff? Goalie. Well, which was it?
5: Um, Goalie.
0: Or was the whole thing just awesome?
5: It was all good.
0: What would you rather play, uh, goalie or skating out and shooting and scoring goals? Skating out and shooting and scoring goals. Okay. When it comes time to play goalie, though, you get excited. Is goalie fun? Yes. Why is goalie fun? People are shooting pucks at you. Why do you find that fun?
5: Because I get to block them.
0: Okay. But you would rather go out and be shooting at other people, right? Yeah. Shooting pucks. Now, with a your age group, sometimes we play half ice, and sometimes we play cross ice side to side. Which style do you prefer? Um, cross ice. Why do you like cross ice more?
5: Because uh, cause it's easier.
0: Why is it easier?
5: Because people don't bang me around that much.
0: Do people bang you around in hockey? Yes. Why?
5: To get the puck.
0: Okay, well, I mean, that happens in hockey, though, with banging around. Why is it troubling, though?
5: Because uh, they always fall over.
0: I don't know, but you don't always fall over. You've got a pretty low center of gravity. Uh, it's amazing when kids try to come in and knock you down. It's kind of hard to knock you down.
5: Because I'm smaller than everybody else? Not Well,
0: yes, and it used to be more so true, especially when you moved out of uh, learned to Play after one year. And you moved up to Mites, you were one of the youngest kids there, and you're not the tallest guy for your age quite yet. Uh, We have a feeling you're like your grandfathers, both of them, who were some of the shorter kids in their class growing up, and they got to high school and had massive growth spurts. Mm -hmm. So that aside, though, you know, this last year we started it, you know, this, this winter season we just completed, and I started noticing... There wasn't a huge height difference like there was the year before when you were playing Mites. You went from being like the smallest guy out there to now you're fitting in with the crowd. Uh-huh. And now, and next year, you're going to grow more. You're already growing. You're eating everything. You're the one that told me for Easter you wanted to have steak and meatballs for dinner. <laughs> um, how about a veggie, buddy? But uh, So I think you're going to blend right in with another year of growth. But I can see why you're a little, you know, nervous about everybody knocking into you. Although that first day when I reminded you uh, back in October that uh, you are, you've grown, you're big, go after that puck, go ahead and take on those other kids. The first kid you went and battled the for the puck was the biggest kid in mites at that point, who just happens to be one of your classmates. Do you have any fear going after that puck or are you still nervous? No. How about this? Is hockey a sport only for big kids, tall kids, or all size of kids?
5: All size.
0: Yeah. Why is that?
5: Because there's a bunch of tiny people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if okay, so if you're big and tall, that's great, but what can you do in hockey to counter, to kind of compensate for being one of the shorter kids?
5: Um, go go elbow to elbow with them.
0: Elbow to elbow them and do what? And try and knock them over so you
5: can get the puck and it's easier because you're shorter and you can go
0: under them. That's an interesting answer. I was kind of like leaning towards uh, skate faster and go around them. But yeah, okay. You can also use your, because you guys did some little body drills and angle in right up next to them and then steal that puck Mm -hmm. and get in close. Are you... So, circling back, though, are you nervous about getting in close anymore? I know you used to be, because these kids, especially, like, in, when you were in Learn to Play, they were bigger, and they would fall on top of you, because they couldn't skate well. The mice skate uh, better. Are you still nervous about kids falling on you, or is it not a big deal, because they're basically your height now? Um, no. No, you're not nervous anymore? Uh-uh. No? Mr. No-Fear? All right, so let's go back. You had all these memories... Some of the things were, did you like the games this season? Yes. Did you like when we had the jamborees and teams from other towns came in? Yes. Did you like having to wear a mask while you played? No. Which ma- You had two different style masks for games this season. You had the Under Armour mask that you wore with your normal cage on your helmet, and you had a, another one uh, made by one of the hockey manufacturers, I think it was CCM, that strapped right into your cage that's attached to your helmet. Which one was more comfortable to play in?
5: The Under Armour one.
0: Really? Mm -hmm. So you want me to take that CCM one out of your cage? No. Do you like that one more? Yeah. Okay. So if it's not, you said the Under Armour one was more comfortable
5: Mm -hmm.
0: than the one in your helmet. Why do you want me to leave the other one in then? I don't know. Do you like it more?
5: Yeah. Why? Because because it's stuck to my helmet.
0: And then you don't have to worry about forgetting about it.
5: hmm
0: It doesn't fall off your ears, which is nice inside the helmet, because that was mm-hmm. kind of a pain when we had to readjust it.
5: hmm
0: Is there anything you didn't like about this past season? Yeah. What didn't you like?
5: That f- kept on going up and stealing the puck from everybody.
0: <laughs> well, that's going to happen, especially at at the uh, U8 level, where teammates will go steal the puck from other teammates to mm-hmm. go score. You know what, though? I'll let you know something. There's a guy in the over-40 league. Mm-hmm who uh, he's been off for a few seasons, and he's back. This time I didn't draft him, but he was on my team before. Notorious for stealing the puck from other people. And this is a guy that's a good 20 years older than me. So most players, once they get past the might level, outgrow stealing the puck from their own teammates to make a play. But some don't. So I wish I could tell you when you get up to squirts, the U10 level, it'll never happen. But you know what in adult hockey there's still every so often we come across a guy who's poaching the the puck from his teammates. Mhm. It's kind of silly, isn't it? Mhm. Yeah. Anything you uh you you regret this last season like we that we didn't get to do because of covid hockey related? No.
5: Um I don't know. Um that I didn't get to do the Mike
0: Cup, and I didn't get to Oh, the, the state championship Mike Cup. Because we did a mic Cup at the rink. I organized that tournament. And also that we didn't get to go to watch Notre Dame play. That's true. We usually have a mini-season pass, uh, and then I split up the games amongst the kids, and it's dad and kid night, and we go to the rink. But they didn't let anyone in unless you were family or uh, somehow associated with the team because of COVID. Mm. And the local minor league team... Canceled their season and we haven't been to any of the NHL games.
5: That there wasn't sticks and pucks.
0: There's starting to be some sticks and pucks. Did you enjoy sticks and pucks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, maybe we'll go to some of those this spring. Yay. What is your favorite all time, not just this season, what's your favorite hockey memory, hockey experience, hockey related thing we've done?
5: the Mike Cup and going to the Notre Dame
0: games. Oh, when we did the Mike Cup last year, and mm-hmm. it was over in Detroit. We stayed in a hotel. It was one of the last normal things we did before everything got shut down for COVID.
5: Going to the Blackhawks versus Red Wings game.
0: That's right. That night, we went, we drove over to Detroit. You and I went to the Blackhawks-Red Wings game. Yeah. The next day, we went, and we did the uh, Mike Cup tournament. hmm And then uh, we came home. hmm And we stayed over in a hotel. That was fun. Did you like the view at the uh, Red Wings-Blackhawks game? Uh-huh. Yeah? What could you see? Um, four million people. <laughs> there were not four million people, but there was a lot of people there. We had great views. We are sitting right on the aisle, straight behind the goalie, so we could see the whole ice. uh uh-huh. What did you think of Little Caesars Arena? Um, I liked it
5: because there was pizza and things, and also because I got... Because where we were sitting, I could
0: see if there was a goal or not. We could see that very, very well. And there definitely was pizza. There's all sorts of food. Didn't you have a whole pile of french fries, too? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No wonder you loved it there. Well, what are the big goals you want to work on uh, between now and next winter's hockey season? Hmm. Like if we're doing garage hockey or we go to sticks and pucks, what do you want to work on?
5: and tossing
0: it. Oh, you want to flip the puck and toss yeah. it up? All right.
5: Hmm.
0: Anything else?
5: Lifting the stick instead of swapping it.
0: Oh, when you steal the puck from other people? Uh-huh. Where you lift up their stick and then grab the puck and uh-huh. skate off with it? Uh-huh. Those are all good goals. We can work on that stuff. Anything else?
5: Uh, trying to get faster than then
0: kid 2 <laughs> you got some work to do he's pretty quick when he wants to be and he's got long legs but you could do it how about this uh, next year because we all the all the teams are get different colors so you were on the black team last year you were on the red team this year your jerseys were pretty awesome this year mm-hmm. next year what team would you want to be on um, you want to be red again you want to be black again you want to be something new Did you like the yellow they had this year? Not really. It was kind of a mustardy yellow, wasn't it? Yeah.
5: Yeah. I like it if they made it better.
0: If it made it like more of a brighter yellow, uh-huh. more like a big bird yellow.
2: Yeah.
0: What about in green? Do you want like a regular like Crayola box of eight colors green? Do you want a dark forest green? Do you want a neon glow in the dark green? Neon- Kind of like the Dallas Stars just brought out with it. The, they have a black with neon green uniforms.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, kid three. I think we've covered just about everything. One last question Who's your favorite hockey player?
5: Uh, Crasby.
0: <laughs> okay, bud. Let's move on to the next kid. Okay. Next up, we have kid number one. Hello. How's it going, kid one? And we have kid number four, who's giving me the pouty lip. <laughs> she was very excited about this all week, and now she's not. Oh, You don't have to talk if you don't want to. Okay? Kid number one, what are you wearing?
4: A black Corey Crawford jersey.
0: Why do you have a Corey Crawford jersey?
4: Because I like it.
0: Why do you like it?
4: Because it's the Blackhawks, and they're my favorite team.
0: And why Corey Crawford?
4: Because he's my favorite goalie.
0: Nice. That's a good reason for a goalie girl. Yeah. And you've got the the uh, winter classic throwback with the uh, the big stri- you know vintage cream stripe across the middle, yeah. the old style Blackhawks logo. Yep. And over next to you, she doesn't want to talk. But what is your sister wearing?
4: She is wearing a red Patrick Kane jersey.
0: Also from the Blackhawks. Yeah. We got a Blackhawks thing going. I've got my my very, very old white Blackhawks jersey. Nice. So much so that it's got the old Western Conference logo on the hip, and it's actually by starter, <laughs> which I don't. they don't make jerseys anymore. Very vintage. Well, with that out of the way, we are going to chat about hockey some more, because I just okay. finished chatting with your brother, and we're going to chat about girls hockey too, Ooh. and goalie hockey and everything else you want to talk about.
4: Okay.
0: So, so leading off, how long have you been playing hockey?
4: Six years, I think.
0: Well, let's go backwards. I did this for your brother, too. What team were you on this last winter that just wrapped up?
4: The Black Garden Wolves. No, the Black Garden Wolves team.
0: Okay. And the year before that?
4: The White Garden Wolves.
0: And the year before that? Uh.
4: Wasn't that the black and yellow team? That
0: was the black and yellow team before you were the wolves. You were just the black and yellow garden garden team. Yeah. The year before that?
4: I think I was... I think I was the... I think I was gray.
0: Yeah, the gray thunder. Yeah. You guys should have been the sharks, but you all voted, decided to be the thunder. (laughs) That's right. That was your... uh, When you were the thunder. So, I see, you were... You were the Black Wolves this year, your first year of Pee Wee's, U12. You were the White Wolves, your second year of Squirt's, U10. Your first year of Squirt's, U10, you were the black team with the gold shoulders for the garden. The year before that was your, uh, you were a Might, a U8, and you were on the Gray Thunder. And then before you were on the Gray Thunder, you were in uh, Learn to Play. Do you remember what you were your second year of Learn to Play?
4: Was I black or was I
0: white? You were on the black team. Okay. And the year before that, your first year of Learn to Play.
4: I was white.
0: So that's six seasons of hockey now.
4: Yeah.
0: And not a lot of colors for you. In terms of you've been black, you've been white, and you've been gray. I
4: keep trying to get to blue,
0: but I... Well, there was some blue in your white jersey. There was some blue in your black jersey.
4: To be on the
0: blue team. The blue team—that's true. Your brother got to be the blue team this last year. I
4: wanted
0: to take his jersey. Well, it was kind of the inverse of yours. His was a blue body with black and silver on the sleeves, and yours were was a black body with blue and silver on the sleeves. And your mother, like a few times, when we went to the wash. She's like, "Which one does this go to?" Because they don't have the initials on it. I'm like, "Okay, come on, seriously."
4: Next year they'll have
0: the initials. Yeah, you'll be back on the same team, and so it'll be. Your initials and your last name too. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it goes. You gotta get closer.
4: Won't that it also be that way for spring hockey?
0: You guys don't they won't do special jerseys for spring hockey. It's not around long enough. Oh yeah by the time the jersey showed <laughs> up, spring hockey would be over.
4: Yeah. <laughs> the people getting the jersey would be like, Where's all the kids at? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so very true. Now you're our first kid to play hockey. Yeah. Because you're our first kid. Kind of explain how it is you got into hockey.
4: You asked me if I wanted to play hockey, and I said, what's that? And then you like show, told me, and I said, okay.
0: Well, you've, been, you've been to hockey games since you were, what, three? Oh, you yeah. You went to your first hockey game? You went and saw the Capitals play?
4: No, you asked me if I wanted to play hockey, and I was just like, yes.
0: <laughs> and your mom wasn't too sold on it because you didn't know how to skate yet. You'd never been skating before, but then they told us, at least at that point, well, learn to play. A lot of the kids don't know how to skate. We teach them how to skate while they're there. So what sold your mom on it was, well, she can either take learn to skate or she can do learn to play, and they'll put her in full hockey pads, and they'll teach her to skate, and so when she falls down, she's padded up. So your mom was sold. Okay. And that first year was rough, wasn't it? Yeah. How many times did you cry, or how often did you cry when we were there?
4: Every Wednesday for like a month.
0: Yes. And then we'd get in the car, and I'd double-check to make sure, do you really want to do this? Am I being an awful father putting you through it? And what would you say? I like it. <laughs> I like it. You usually said, I love it. I can't wait to go back. And I'm like, you just cried for like the last 15 minutes because out on, on the Saturdays, ice.
4: Saturdays, I got to use the net.
0: That's true. and But it's also that learning curve of new muscles and getting used to skates, and your feet kind of hurt. And that rink was only enclosed on one side, so it was cold and miserable. I had to cut off the sleeves on some of my Under Armour t-shirts and make, like, socks that would basically go over your ears <laughs> underneath your helmet, and you had to wear, what, sweatpants underneath your pads and Underarm Under Armour like, fuzzy under under armor armor cold shirts. gear with sweatshirts, fuzzy sweatshirts underneath your pads and made it hard to move, and that's not the fun way to learn. It's so nice that we have an indoor rink now. You got the hang of it after partway through that first season, and then, of course, it got warm, and everybody was heading down to South Bend, and so we we sent you down to South Bend for extra stuff, and at that point, your brother was like, yeah, I want to do this, too, because you were having so much fun coming home, so then he got involved and started playing hockey, and then it just went from there, and then your little brother couldn't wait to do it, and kid four says she wants to learn to be a hockey player. She
4: has purple laces on her skates, and she keeps... I think she still like comes over to you and is like, can I wear my skates? I yes, put them on. she is.
0: Hey, Kid 4, do you want to be uh, a player that skates around, or you want to be a goalie? I want to be a player. Oh, you want to be a player? You want to score goals? You want
4: to score goals on me?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if people could hear this. She said, yeah. Little voice over there playing on her phone. Well, let's get into that a little bit. So you, uh, of course, everybody starts as a player skating out. When was your first time, do you remember, playing goalie?
4: the play in the parent kid game, when in like mites, because I sat in goal and played with the snow.
0: Well, actually, it wasn't um, uh, <laughs> it wasn't mites because we didn't do a parent kid game in mites. No, I was in learn to play. Learn to play sat that first in goal, and I played with snow. Yeah, but what was the first time you actually put on goalie pads and got goalie instruction and played goalie, not just a player standing in front of a net?
4: on the gray team the
0: gray thunder when you were a mite yeah did you like it yes what did you like about it what was the draw because obviously you've caught the goalie bug
4: um i liked that i could sit in a net and i could um i could just slide around and and say no pucks today and make the cucks go away and it was fun was it,
0: was it that you didn't have to go skate it you, what you thought at the time you didn't have to skate as hard? You've definitely learned since then that the goalie does a lot of skating in a very small amount of area. A
4: goalie has to be one of the fastest players on the ice floor. The goalie has to be kind of one of the fastest people on the ice with their pads on.
0: Yes, and one of the best skaters, both in terms of footwork and edge work. but was that the draw originally? Was that you didn't you thought? Incorrectly. But you thought you didn't have to work as hard? Or was it just the shutting down and ruining other players' days by denying them goals?
4: The second one.
0: Just ruining their day because, mm-hmm. ha, 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 you can't score.
4: Yeah, that's basically me every time I try to score on I me. Mean, I still do that.
0: <laughs> I'll have to bleep out his name. Oh. yeah. Yeah. I will say, though, partway through the year, we had a three-on-three tournament. Your opponent from out of town canceled... Suddenly, we we needed something, so we did. We'd already brought up kids from U10 to play before, and it was like U10 or U10 All Stars versus the U12s. The U10 All Stars I coached, and we won. Yeah. With you as our goalie. Yeah. But uh, we brought them up, and we did a little three-on-three tournament. And we mixed in some of these U10 players in with the U12s, and then you uh, and the other goalie were just goalies for all the teams. But your brother was on one of the teams. He came up and he scored a goal on you. Boy, that made his day. Yeah. I think that made his season. Yeah. I don't know. We haven't. Well, I'll ask yeah. him when we get to it.
4: He scored on me like twice this season. And I think that made him really happy to score on me at the end of the year.
0: Yeah. It always makes him excited when he scores, especially against <laughs> you.
4: Yeah. Because every time before practice that we have together, I will go up to him and I tell him. No goals on me today, brother. And I hit him on the head with my stick, and then I run away.
0: (laughs) You know, you mentioned that the goalie has to be the best skater, and the goalie has to have the best footwork and everything, and the fastest skater, and do that with all those pads on, and how originally you thought the goalie just kind of sat there and hung out. Yeah. Kind of walk us through, because I know all the things you do to prep for goalie, but... uh, Walk the listeners through what is it that you do off the ice, the prep for being goalie on the ice on a regular basis.
4: Uh so I put my pads on.
0: No, 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 not like but, not like well, oh, I do one strip at a time. What kind of exercises, what kind of workouts, what kind of like training do you do to prep for being goalie?
4: Um so I sit in my butterfly for a while so that I can have a better... And body. what is
0: a butterfly? Because most of them know that as, like, a, a growing... growing yeah. Most people know that as a stretch they do where, you like, you put the bottoms of your feet together and let your legs flap up and down.
4: The goalie butterfly is where you have your legs, like, out, but um, when you have your pads on, it looks like... Your knees aren't together, but when you have your pads on, it's supposed to look like your knees are together, and it, like, forms a giant wall. Um... I think it's called a butterfly because your legs are out and wide. It looks
0: like a butterfly yeah. with the wings out. Yeah. And you want to just make yourself big, and so you cover the bottom of the net, and then you've got your body up and your arms out to take up as much room as possible. Um, so you get down in your butterfly stretch because it is a stretch, isn't it? Yeah. And you don't want to pull anything. you got to work on your flexibility. Mm-hmm. What else do you work on?
4: Um, I take one of my Taekwondo belts that I'm not using, and... I, like, put it on my leg, and I have, hold my leg up in the air with it, and I, like, move it back and forth.
0: Why do you do that?
4: Uh, because I think it, like, strengthens the leg muscles.
0: It does. It works it on those core back. strength in your leg and flexibility. Yeah. What else do you work on?
4: Um, I do wall sits.
0: Why do you do wall sits?
4: Because it make, it make it so, because, uh... It makes me get lower when I need to so I can flop down easily.
0: Oh, and getting that goalie position. So you get used to kind of doing that crouch, that, you know, the squat for basically an hour. Yeah. And so your legs don't lock up. so it works on that strength, but it also works on those abs, too, because you've got to, you can't just bend over and fold in half, right? Yeah. By the way, how big is that opening in the net? that you protect because you're not using when you were in learn to play we had the little itty bitty nets and then you when you were a mite we had intermediate nets but since you've been a squirt now as a peewee two, you use a full regulation size net how big is that
4: it's four feet tall and six feet
0: wide six feet wide huh and are you six feet tall no i'm like five ish <laughs> so if you were to lay down your head and your feet wouldn't touch the side so you really have got to be active and jumping around in that crease don't you
4: because my head pops up above the net, so I'm taller than four feet.
0: Um. <laughs> yes, you're taller than four <laughs> feet with skates on.
4: No, without skates on too, though.
0: Yeah, I know, I know.
4: Because we have one. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, so you do wall sits. Yeah. What else do you do?
4: I put my knee up against like a wall, and I lean on it for like ten seconds.
0: Oh, a stretch? Yeah. Do you work on any active drills?
4: I have an app on my phone um, that I will sit in my butterfly with my pads on, and I'll have, like, colorful objects around me. And what it does is, like, it'll blink a color, and I have to go touch that color thing. And um, it's supposed to go fast, but I do it kind of slow. But I've got but I've Slow gotten.
0: at first is good to get the hang of it. Yeah. And that works on your reaction time and thinking? Yeah. Anything else?
4: I start in like my goalie position and then I go down to one knee and then I pop back up and I go to the other knee and then I pop back up. And I do that for a little bit.
0: What about when you go into the basement with your siblings?
4: Well, I have them I have them chuck balls at me. And <laughs> that's fun. <laughs>
0: That's true. They were having trouble lifting uh, the racquetballs and soft hockey balls, lifting them with the indoor plastic sticks. And, of course, if you're the little mini net we have inside the house, you can block the whole bottom. So then I just told them, hey, grab this and just throw it at your sister. Yeah. Does playing goalie hurt?
4: No, not really.
0: You got enough pads on? Does it take a special kind of person to want to stand in front of a net and stop pucks with her face? Yes. Do you think you're a little weird because you enjoy that?
4: No. Once I was in school, and I was sitting on my stomach with my legs out, but they were, like, in a position where, like, it would have been...
0: Wait a minute. I'm trying to picture this. You were sitting on your stomach. Yeah. So laying on your belly?
4: Yeah, I was laying on my belly, and I had my legs out, and they were, like put position in like the way that um they would be positioned for like a butterfly and my friend asked me are you okay are your legs broken or something and I said no why (laughs) because they didn't understand why my legs looked like that
0: oh my what do you think (laughs) in, uh, in becoming a goalie what's been your greatest resource in terms of training and education and coaching
4: coach Dan
0: Coach Dan's pretty awesome, is yeah, he? you. Well, yeah, me, but I get the stuff from Coach Dan. He, like, messages it over to me.
4: And also Instagram.
0: There's a lot of stuff on Instagram. There's some good resources out there. And YouTube. Yeah. You you do love the YouTube. And I'm showing my age by calling it the YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I think with goalie, though, we've come a long way because um, when you were a mite, everybody got a turn. And so you got to be goalie, like, what, two or three times? Yeah. And then your first year of squirts, uh, you the first day or the first game you hopped in not realizing, oh, wait, at squirts, they can all lift the puck. So and you're used to a smaller net. So you get in front of the big net and all of a sudden they, you go down in your butterfly and everything goes whizzing over your shoulders. Yeah, like so uh, you spent most of that season playing defense. And your second year, you really decide, I want to be a goalie. You got goalie pads, but at squirts, you're still only supposed to spend a max of 50% of your time in net. And because you had so many younger players playing up, it's still at the level two where everyone who wants to play gets a turn. Well, at one point, you want to be a goalie. And there was. What? Okay. At one point, we got to January and you didn't get get to be in at any of the practices or games because there's so many other kids online to play goalies that you and I started going to the Wednesday morning coffee clubs for adults. What kid for? Oh, you're all into your game. Anyway, uh, you and I started getting up at 5 a.m. to go to the rink so you could skate and get goalie and get ice time. And we were going to sticks and pucks, which is a goalie nightmare because people are like shooting at your back and stuff. So I'd spend my whole time there just trying to protect you Mm -hmm. to get you some extra goalie time. And it started paying off and you're taking goalie clinic. And then this year, you, we went into the year, and you were planning on being in a competition with how many different kids for the goalie spots? Six. Yeah. It ended up getting down to just two for the two spots. Yeah. And you were more consistently there. And the nice part was you were asked to go and help out at other U10 when they needed an extra goalie or this or that. So that was uh, that was helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you really gotten to be in this year. I mean, you didn't skate out at all this year, did you? Nope. No. Whereas like last year, my you were friend, you were the goalie, some of the time, but not all the time. I mean, you were usually on defense or sometimes as a winger. This year was nice. You did you were doing good back there. Uh, yeah. Didn't get a lot of support out of your defense.
2: Yeah,
4: that's true.
0: And still got more more learning as a goalie to go. But I was proud of you back there. One uh, of
4: my friends who plays defense because um, I told her that I'm going to be goalie like maybe 80% of the time. She,
0: yeah, 100% of the time. <laughs>
4: she kept asking me, when are you going to be a player again? When are you going to be a player again?
0: <laughs> well, next season, we got a, a, a young lady from uh, Kid 2's team who will be moving up, so yeah. there should be some more girls. Yeah. And that's another topic I want to like chat about a little bit. In, but let's wrap up the goalie stuff. Uh, now, with the... Coach AJ was talking about um, how he would like you to uh, see you come out and skate out as a player a little bit more to work on your footwork and your skating skills some yeah, more, I not wearing like, pets. I don't like doing that in goalie gear. <laughs> no, but what I was thinking was if you do the girls' clinic over the summer, that would be a time to suit back up as a player Okay. and work on your skating drills and then be ready to be back as goalie for the winter.
4: Can I have kid twos old skates?
0: Uh, he's still wearing them. What's wrong with the ones you have?
4: I don't know if they fit.
0: Uh, they're bigger than Kid 2's.
4: Okay. Yeah. What size do they equal in like normal shoes? I
0: don't know. I'll go look at it okay. We got skates in every size around here, so it cool. it's not a problem. We got the next size bigger, too. Okay. Okay, so that's the that's goalie. Let's talk about you're a goalie, but you're also a girl. Yeah. You're a goalie girl. Yeah. You're a hockey girl.
4: When somebody... Um, in the locker room and during like what i took off my helmet and she was surprised because um she thought i was like a boy with long hair <laughs>
0: especially in hockey we got the hockey hair going on and everything yeah when you started um how many girls were there in learn to play
4: there's a there's a bunch
0: there's a bunch and then it kind of like how many were on your gray team? At that point, we we took... Because your first couple teams, the the white team and the black team, I learned to play. Everyone's just, you know, it's the team of the day. When you got to mites, so they actually broke up into teams, on uh, that gray team, how many girls were on that team? There are two. And then the following year on that black and gold squirt team, how many girls were there? Two. That's right. And the white wolves?
4: Two.
0: <laughs> Seeing a pattern here. And on the black wolves? Two. And then now, uh, whatever color wolves we are next year, although I would love it if you guys were the garden gnomes. I think it would be awesome. Uh, I think you're going to have three. Yeah. Or if we pick up some more, that'd be cool. How do you feel uh, with that many boys and not a lot of girls? Meh. Meh. Do you want more girls there? Yeah. Yeah, it would be nice to grow girls hockey around here.
4: I'm trying to get my friend to come play again, but she says no. Well,
0: that's true. She did play one of the spring clinics.
4: And she was happy, but... She was <laughs> she was
0: actually, for a kid who had never played hockey before, she did great.
4: Yeah. Also, I'm trying to get another one of my friends to come play hockey again, because she used to play hockey, uh, but then she started doing gymnastics, and I don't know if she's going to come back. Probably Probably not. She's
0: She's pretty big into into gymnastics. They're pretty heavily invested. She's
4: also on the competitive team, and that takes up most of her week.
0: Yeah. But your other friend that plays basketball, and she ran with us a little bit last summer. Yeah. Her brother, actually both her brothers play. She did very well. It'd be kind of fun to see if she wanted to do just the girls' clinic over the summer, since there's not much else going on in the summers.
2: Yeah. I should probably ask her.
0: (laughs) What was it? Two summers ago was the first time they did they did a girls night and you came off the ice and like, that is the most fun I've ever played playing hockey. And you went out as a skater for that one, not as a goalie. Yeah. And that was even more surprising because usually goalie were all your best memory. Hockey memories were as a goalie and all of a sudden you're out there as a skater and you thought it was th- thrilling. So last summer they had a girls clinic was it mm-hmm. last summer or spring somewhere. No, it wasn't spring because we didn't have spring hockey. Last summer, we had the girls' clinic. Mm-hmm. At the end of the summer, when the rink finally had the opportunity to open oh, back up at a limited basis. Know.
4: What'd you find? A bow. Nice.
0: Nice. That was fun. They're going to do it again. Uh, I've been asked to look into creating a girls' tournament Yeah. because just before the whole COVID thing shut everything down, I discovered a uh, a girls-only tournament up in wisconsin they were looking for goalies they kind of drafted their teams and then of course we didn't get to go anywhere they just re had what they deferred uh, that tournament but like most of the spots were filled and we're eyeing it but it'd be something fun to do locally and help build up girls hockey here because there's not a lot of options unless you uh once we get to a certain point we don't have a girls travel team yeah, it'd be nice if we had, like, kind of a girls all-star team. Yeah. Pull all the girls together. There's a, there's an operation out of South Bend, but they have what age groups they offer depend on how many girls they have. Mm-hmm. And some girls have to play up, and you, you can't really play down. So if you've got one or two older girls, chances are they're not going to get to play. Yeah. Uh, some of the other girls around here play house hockey, uh, which is fine. And that's what you do, but, like, you know, they, maybe they might even be 15 playing with the U14s because we don't have a U16 team. Yeah. Uh, some of the other girls, local girls, are playing in teams farther north in uh, Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, just because that's where the teams are. But if we could get kind of uh, pull people together down here and, one, offer a girls tournament, that would be fun. And maybe even have a girls team that goes to tournaments like you're all on your various travel team or you're on your house team or whatever and then it's like hey let's go do a tournament or even like a a spring summer tournament team
2: Mm -hmm.
0: that would be cool yeah so things we're looking into and hopefully by the time your sister goes up i'm looking at like your brother's level your your younger brother's level Mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch of girls yeah the hard part is Keeping them because they look up and they go, and what's my option to go play high school varsity hockey full check against the boys? Because girls hockey, it's non-checking, yeah. even at the professional level and the Olympic level, they're not checking. Now, they're <laughs> don't mistake that for non-contact. They Those girls can throw the body around, but not they're not—they're they not like leaving big checks like the NHL. They're—it's coincidental contact. It can be rough, but
4: don't they just like punch them in the wall? For,
0: like, they do. Second? They do the kind of stuff you do at. at in peewees and in squirts, where you're learning how to use the angles and use your body. And it's kind of like, uh, to borrow a term from NASCAR, rubbing is racing. You know, they're bumping into each other, but they're not doing a full, you know, full bore uh, check into people. Yeah. Now, you, uh, more than a lot of other girls, have a, probably a better shot if you wanted to go play varsity or JV hockey because you're the goalie and you're not supposed to hit the goalie. So there's, a, there's an option there, but the other thing is, you know, you are got to compete against all the other goalies, and there's something to be said for just getting to play, play against girls. Mm-hmm. I know you get really excited on girls' night.
4: Yeah. I'm really excited about the chance that we might have a summer tournament. Why is that? Because um, tournaments are fun.
0: <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> but... Is it the excitement that because tournaments are fun, or is it that it's not only a tournament but it's a girls-only tournament? Both. What about the? What about it being girls-only? Is exciting? Just that you get to meet other girls who like doing what you do.
4: That and um, I get to play with my friends, and that's fun.
0: Does it have anything to do with the boys are stinky, especially hockey boys?
4: Maybe. <laughs> the girls' locker room smells a lot better than the boys' one.
0: I will say walking by the door when like somebody comes out, the airflow coming out of that locker room smells considerably better <laughs> than the air coming out of uh, the boys' locker rooms when you walk by those doors. Yeah. Or sometimes when the boys just get on the ice. It's like, oh, my God. Are you sealing your sweaty hockey gear in a bag and just letting it ferment?
4: There is one like U14 goalie who I hated going in the net that he had been in because he smelled super bad, and the net would smell super bad, and I just didn't like. Wait, it. he
0: smelled so bad that a net that's full of holes uh-huh. was holding in the stench.
4: Yeah, and I didn't like walking past him because um, skating past him because after because like it would leave like a trail of stink. <laughs> <laughs> Were there green
0: lines coming off of him?
4: No, but it, like, you could smell it like two feet away. That's
0: disgusting. Yeah. What does help is, uh, I always make you air out your stuff when you get home. So our whole garage wall is just hooks of hockey gear and open hockey bags. I don't want you guys leaving your stuff there, stinking up the joint.
4: I unpack it, uh, but like if I'm hockey the next day, I'll just leave it packed so
0: that. that is, and know. that's where it begins. Yeah, I gotta bleep out your name later, but that's where all the whole stinkiness sets in when you start getting lazy and not opening up your bag. Even when I play the next night, I still make, come home, I pull out all my soft stuff, my Under Armour, my jerseys, my socks and everything, throw som- those in the wash and then I hang up all my gear and then some- I reload the bag.
4: I only sometimes leave it in if I know that, I'm, that um, like, I probably, that I'm going to have to get ready super fast. Oh, okay. It's like the nights that we all have hockey. Because then I know that I, I'm probably, because they're probably going to still be getting dressed. Cause I know that I'm the boys that show. Cause when we all have hockey, I know that the boys that show are probably gonna get dressed in the garage. I'm gonna have to load and <laughs> fill up all the water bottles, grab all the masks, um, put take this, st- grab all the sticks, wait, grab my bag, wait for them to get done, and then.
0: You know, part <laughs> of this is just it. cause you're the oldest kid and you gotta help, and you're like strong enough to lift the stuff too. Most of the stuff. Most of the stuff but it I does can't help. Get my bag all the way. That's a lot of stuff in that bag.
4: Yeah. You having fun? Kid number 4, are you having fun?
0: No, she's getting <laughs> tired. She's getting hungry too. So we got we're heading towards lunchtime. With the way we're recording this one. So this whole hockey thing, it's a journey. It's a journey you've been on since you're a little kid and you're 11 now. Yeah. So where do you see this hockey journey going? Where do you see yourself down the line? Not just uh, next year, but then in high school and into adulthood, where do you see yourself going at the various levels? What are your goals?
4: To get into college hockey.
0: Really? I know some college hockey players. Yeah. I know some ladies who played college hockey. I play hockey with them.
2: Mm
0: Mm-hmm. You need to like, I'll get you to sit down and talk to them. Yeah. All right. Well, getting into college, what do you see beyond college? Are you going to just go play college hockey and then be done? Do you want to be a professional hockey player after that? Do you want to be a beer league, like adult league hockey player later in life? I don't know. you want to come play, like if you're in town, come play with me? Maybe. That would be fun. We'll dial it back, you know, to get into Once college.
4: shot on me and I stopped it, but then I smelled like burning rubber. And I scared at <laughs> you know, was like, why did you shoot so hard? <laughs>
0: Got to learn. Tough love from the dad. To get into college, though uh where do you see yourself in high school as a player playing with a varsity team us driving and trying to find you a girls team i was trying to like build a girls team here what i don't know do you see yourself playing in high school yeah playing still being a goalie yeah okay well then where do you see yourself because you're a sixth grader right now you got a few more years in middle school what do you see as next year
4: the second year
0: of Pee Yeah, and your brother will be with you. Yeah. So, well, look, it's, I know, but it's like another year where it's less driving for your mother and I because at least two of you are on the ice at the same time. Yeah. What do you see coming out of next year? Do you, Because you had a pretty young Pee Wee group this last year.
2: hmm uh,
0: And we're getting some pretty talented kids coming up as long as they stick with it.
2: That's true.
0: So you should have a little bit more support in terms of defense. You also, the best defense is a good offense. If they're down there trying to score goals on the other goalie, they're not down messing around in front of you. Yeah. Actually, let's chat about that real quick, because you had some challenges in terms of goalie you had to work through with defensemen who are pretty new mm-hmm. and didn't really under, that have never had the opportunity to play goalie, because usually that's the nice part about mites and squirts. Everyone's had a turn. Yeah. So even if goalie's not for them, they understand the challenges back there. You got some new players who have never done that before,
2: also and what did,
0: what did that create? What problems did that create for you this last year? Uh,
4: they didn't know how to skate. I couldn't. I couldn't really see a lot of stuff because they didn't know. Like it, because they knew to stand in front of the net and protect, but they didn't know that if you stand right on the edge of the crease or a little bit in front of the goalie, you, the goalie can't see anything. And and even though he's gonna be blamed on the goalie for the goal. It's going to be, it's basically your fault because you didn't let the goalie have a chance.
0: And what they like to call that is screening the goalie. Yeah. Which as a p- offensive player, you want to do that. But as a defenseman, you probably don't want to screen your own goalie. Yeah. I, I also noticed they gave you a lot of dirty looks anytime you let a goal in. As if you st- lost
4: a game against a like, really hard travel team and they blocked my vision the rest of the time, they wouldn't, some kids wouldn't, would come over and they just give you dirty looks and they didn't say good job or anything.
0: Yeah, the coaches and I were just frustrated because it's like, you know, when the goalie goes and makes a save and there's a rebound, another save, and you you do that, like, once you've made about three or four saves, even at the NHL, we don't expect the goalie to keep making those. At some point, the defenseman has to come, and so when we got frustrating as coaches, we're looking at, like, your defensemen are standing at the blue line watching you make all these saves on on three-on-none, four-on-none situations. Yeah. Poor poor kid. Poor Poor kid one, she's got no support. Yeah. And they would just kind of stand back, like, well, they're shooting. Well, that's a nice shot. Well, that's another shot. Well, that's another nice shot. Oh, that one went in. Oh, that's all the goalies' fault. It's like.
4: You didn't come help.
0: Exactly. I'm hoping as a dad and as a coach that as they grow and mature, they're gonna finally learn. Uh yeah. and I gave him that warning at the end of the season, too. Like, if you're playing offense and you're screening the goalie, the goalies will poke and prod and chip at you. And if it's your own goalie and you're getting in their way and you're not listening to the goalie feedback, they're going to do it. And that was the one where I finally told you like in the, that tournament, your own defenseman, who was one of the kids who just was not kind to you. Nice. He was not being a good teammate. And then he was basically decided he wanted to play goalie on top of you. It was right like if he doesn't move, just start poking him with your stick.
4: He didn't get the message. No, but I, I poked him like ten times that entire that entire
0: thing. He times. will eventually get the message, but and you didn't hurt him because he's wearing pads, but he gotta like Yeah, that the coaches weren't happy with him. The goalie's not happy with him. At some point he'll get the message like go play your position and it all works out.
4: Mm-hmm. Cause he'll just stand in front of me, well everybody's at the other end of the ice. And I can't see anything. I can't even see where the puck is at the other end of the ice. And I keep trying to tell him, go skate and do this. And he says, no, I have to stay here.
0: Is there a life lesson in all of this off the ice? Uh,
4: Listen to what you have to do.
0: Listen to instruction. What else?
4: Do Do your part and everything. It works.
0: Do your job. Yeah. And anything else? How about some teamwork lessons here? When you go to work someplace, if you're, what if you're not doing your job? If you're
4: the partner the team? in like a group who does nothing, um, and you get, but you still get the good grade. Eventually, you're gonna get the ba- You're gonna end up getting a bad grade, and you have to, learn, and you have to start doing the work if you want it to get better.
0: Yes, very true. Yeah, that's good.
4: Um, and if and if you don't help out then you and you still get to be part of that victory did you really deserve it
0: also very key yeah okay we're going to wrap up but before we do what do you envision for next season um in theory on paper we sh- we're expecting to have at least one more girl on the team yeah what do you expect out of gameplay what do you expect out of your development as a goalie and as a player what color jerseys do you want blue you want blue yes royal blue teal aqua
4: coach aj keeps giving me like um neutral colors and i want blue
0: well i i do think he's trying to get it so you guys all have ultimately have a dark color and a light color so if you show up and we need to do teams you've got one of each in your bag but you've been doing it so long that's all you have is dark colors and light colors (laughs)
4: blue.
0: <laughs> your brother's had blue. Your brother's had red. Your your little brother's had red and Didn't black. Didn't you
4: try and get to get kid too when he had red to be the the uh, garden tomatoes?
0: Red Hot Chili Peppers.
4: I thought I thought it was tomatoes. Well, The
0: Killer Tomatoes was another option, but The Red Hot Chili Peppers is way more fun for those little guys.
4: Isn't that a band? It
0: is. An Attack of the Killer Tomatoes is a movie. It is? it is cheesy horror movie that you can't see yet.
4: When a when kid number three turns 13, let him watch that. He'll love it. <laughs> he
0: will. He will. All right. Any final? How about this? Any advice for your little sister who's getting ready to start her own little hockey journey very soon with Learn to Skate?
4: Hey, It doesn't matter if you don't score. Just try your best and have fun. And then, And if you do score, you can do a little celebration and then go play. I'm
0: so going to kill those zombies in the water. <laughs> <laughs> are, what are you playing? Are you playing Plants vs Zombies?
4: No, she's in she's in Minecraft and she's in a little coral reef and there's like drowned zombies in the water and they're trying to kill all the baby turtles and she says, "I'm not going to let them kill the baby turtles. The baby turtles must live."
0: Okay, that works. All right. Well, let's take a break and I'm going to come back with your brother. Okay. Bye.
4: Bye-bye.
0: And now up, it is Kid 2. How's it going, Kid 2? Good. Remember, we call you Kid 2 on this. Okay. Okay. What are you wearing?
3: A blue hockey jersey.
0: And why, with us living close to Chicago and not too far from Detroit... Are you wearing a St. Louis Blues jersey?
3: Because the they're they're a very good team.
0: Are they are they your favorite team? Yeah. How long have you been a Blues fan?
3: 8 years.
0: That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, you got your Blues jersey. I've got my Blackhawks jersey. We'll have a little bit of a rivalry uh, going with our jerseys, but we'll have a nice little conversation okay. about hockey, okay? Okay. How many years have you played hockey? six six you sure
3: i don't know how many well let's
0: let's talk about the win let's go backwards and counting the winners so this most recent winter what team were you on
3: the blue wolves
0: the blue wolves all right in the winter before that
3: white wolves the worst
0: why were they the worst you just didn't like the white jerseys yeah they were kind of plain. yep they were too bad. You guys had like blue mm-hmm. shoulders and then mostly white was, like some stripes. And mm-hmm. yeah. How was the logo though? That wasn't the worst, right?
3: It wasn't the worst after all.
0: Was it cool or not? It was cool. Okay. But you just, the white was kind of plain? Yep. Okay. So you were the black, you were the blue wolves recently. Before that, you were the white wolves. Both of those were as a squirt, a U10. Mm hmm. Before that, you were... Red Bulls. The Red Bulls, in, uh, and that was as a uh, might.
3: And I don't like the drink... this. What the, was
0: the one before that?
3: The stupidest one. The, the gray one. The, the one with no colors and sadness.
0: <laughs> yeah. The Gray Thunder was also a might U8 team. And then what were you before that?
3: Um, I don't know.
0: Back when you were number 39... You were the all-black team. You didn't yep. even have a name. That was when we were at that rink that doesn't have all the walls. Yep. So that's five years of hockey.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And because you started, like, after your, your sister uh, played her first year, you we asked if you wanted to play, and you're like, no, you weren't too sure about it. So she did winter hockey. She loved it. She went to spring hockey, and you jumped into spring hockey then. You guys did skating lessons through the summer. You did fall uh, fall hockey. And then you just have continued to go like that? Yep. This whole time. When we first started this whole hockey journey with your sister getting into hockey, you weren't too sure about it. You didn't want to go out there and do learn to play with her at the same time because you were old enough.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: What made you change your mind? Do you remember or was that just so long ago?
3: So long ago. Like half yeah. your life? That I can't, it's half my life that I can't even remember. What
0: well, was the most recent half?
3: <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... I think my mind attracted because I most never get to see my sister at home.
0: Because she was always at hockey? Mm-hmm. She only had hockey twice a week, bud, when she started. Okay. But she was having fun, wasn't she? Yep. Yep, and now your little brother plays too? Mm-hmm. And your little sister wants to start?
3: Yes. If she's old enough.
0: Oh, well, she, she's old enough, uh, maybe we might put her in learner skate. We'll see how... I'm trying to see what she does, just trying to stand on the skates on carpet first before we put on something slippery and tolerate wearing a helmet and tolerate wearing skates. You know what tolerate means, right? Nope. Put up with. Okay. Yeah. How many of your friends play hockey? A lot or a few?
3: Few now.
0: Few now. Was it a lot before? Yeah. Or was it a, was it a few but way back when too?
3: A few but way back when.
0: What do most kids around here do that you go to school with?
3: They talk about hockey. Hockey and they seem to notice me.
0: No, I mean what do they do for sports? What are the what are the major sports around here that out of kids you go to school with?
3: Hockey, basketball, soccer, hockey, and then there's there's very dumb sports. Hockey, basketball, <laughs> soccer, pinball and Pinball is a sport? That's the that's that's something that popped in my head.
0: Okay. Uh, well in your class right now in your your fourth grade class how many kids in that classroom play hockey one i don't believe that for a second you play Yep. and yeah he plays so that's two kids out of your class Mm -hmm. did the other kids in there do sports
3: yeah but not hockey
0: okay so what sports do they do or you don't know
3: i have no idea
0: because it's a new school Mm Mhm. what about your last school when you were at the other school, in third grade, out of both third grade classrooms, how many kids played hockey? You,
3: two, you new, Me and
0: Okay, so two of you. What did all the other kids play?
3: Mo- most of the boys recently played basketball. Yeah? Yep.
0: How do you feel about basketball?
3: I don't even like it because dribbling on the floor is is driving me nuts.
0: Why is it driving you nuts? Just the sound?
3: Um... Yeah. The thump, and,
0: thump, thump, thump. And it's
3: easy for, for someone to steal the ball. The basketball.
0: Oh, because you're not holding it? Yep. What else do they play besides basketball?
3: Soccer. Soccer?
0: Yeah, how do you feel about soccer?
3: It's, a, it's good, all right. Better than basketball. Only it's easier to shoot in the net.
0: Because it's a giant net? hmm. Not a little one like hockey.
3: Mm
0: hmm. Anything else that they played?
3: Um, I don't know.
0: Okay. Which one out of all those? I think we uh, we're kind of getting your um your feeling on it. Which of those is the best of those sports in your opinion? Hockey. Yeah. Why is that? What's so awesome about hockey?
3: Is that you get you get the skate around and um it's easier to push faster and I think it's more recently that it's fun to knock down people.
0: You are getting into that body contacting, which is like to be honest. I didn't think you were going to get into the body contact thing because you out of our four kids are the gentlest kid. Mm -hmm. You got the kindest heart and you tend to avoid conflict, Mm -hmm. whereas your little brother is kind of like a little wrecking ball. He comes in and he's a little bit like a pit bull. He's like low to the ground, doesn't mind knocking things over and knocking people over. and He's just a bruiser. Whereas you are kind of finesse, and like to give it a hockey analogy, you're kind of like the Wayne Gretzky. You'll just skate around people versus trying to go through them. Whereas your brother usually (laughs) would just try to go through them. Your little sister will definitely be that style. Uh, But when we started doing body contact drills this year, you really got into it. Hmm? Does it hurt?
3: It doesn't. Is it fun? Yes.
0: Were you good at it? Yes. Yeah. Saw you starting to. It started carrying over into some of the other games. Is that something you look forward to? When Because uh, now you're moving up to U12, which is Pee Wees. You'll be back with your sister in the same level for a year.
3: Yay! Dozens of goals on her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you do like scoring goals on your sister, don't you? Yes. More than any other goalie? Mm-hmm. I do like... You have, you've developed your own celly, your celebration maneuver you do now. How do you describe that?
3: Well, that's for the excitement because usually... Just likes to mess around with my helmet and then said, by the way, no goods. And I said, oh, we'll see about that.
0: Right. But when you do score, you've got this maneuver you do. Because everyone's got their, like, their different ones. Like, there's various kids we play with. Some do the long stride, like they're shooting a bow and arrow or all sorts of stuff. What do you do when you score? What's do- it look like? If someone were you, were to describe it, well, they can't see what you're doing right now. Um, so what are you doing with your hand?
3: I... I hold it up and then turn it into a fist and then pull it down.
0: Yeah. It's, it's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Did you have fun this last year of hockey? Not really. Why not?
3: I didn't usually pull my body weights in. You know, to be honest, the only thing that was the the funnest thing was winning center center of the, the, eye, the eye contact of the puck when the referee drops it.
0: Oh, you do like playing center? Mm Mm-hmm. What was your best memory out of this season?
3: That we won the um, uh, Squirt Cup Championship. Yeah. And um, I enjoyed... Finally got one of the players that's a hard hit, like... And... I actually got to hammer them in.
0: (laughs) You know it's no checking at U10, right? Yep. But you're just happy you crashed into them? Yep. Okay, dude. Um... All-time, so I guess you're 10. You, we've, mm-hmm. You've been doing hockey for five years, so half your life. What is your number one, and it's not just playing hockey. It, it could be playing hockey. It could be when you've gone to hockey games because you've been to various hockey games. What's your number one hockey memory?
3: When the Blues won the Stanley Cup.
0: That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Now, this last year, we didn't get to go to any uh, any college or NHL or minor league games, but when we do those, what, are, what have been your favorites to go to?
3: Notre Dame.
0: Notre Dame? Why and is that?
3: I, um, I think it was fun because um, watching them at a real hockey game and getting some food to eat during it.
0: You do eat your fair share of food when we go to those. Um, What's your favorite food at, uh, at Compton Family Ice Arena, the Notre Dame's ice rink?
3: The desserts and the pretzel and the hot dogs. Which
0: desserts do you like the best?
3: I don't know any of the desserts.
0: M&M's, Sour Patch Kids? Or Sour Patch you...
3: Kids and, and and Peanut M&M's.
0: You, what are some of the other foods you like? You said Bre- soft pretzel, right? Yeah. So they have Ben's soft pretzel there. Hot
3: dogs. There.
0: Yeah, you do. Do they you... sell
3: chicken tenders there? They do. Yes. Oh, hoo. I mean, you no, and I actually
0: even went to the outdoor game where they played the University of Michigan in Notre Dame Stadium.
3: Ooh, and well, it was pretty
0: warm that day too for being January second or whatever it was, January third.
3: Okay. Oh, by the way, other than that, I do enjoy watching professional hockey's on TV.
0: You do. I think you get into it more than your siblings, even. Yep. What is your least favorite memory out of a hockey memory out of, from over the years?
3: I think with um on the white back back on the white team, everyone drove me nuts.
0: Why do they drive you nuts?
3: They're giving me some hideous reminder reminders that kind of just got to me.
0: What were the hideous reminders?
3: It was something about the focus on the game.
0: Why is that a hideous reminder? That's a good teammate thing trying to get you. To, were they being mean about it, or were they just saying, "Hey, get focused."
3: I am focused, but it just got into my nerves that I burst out there.
0: You burst out what? Like burst out skating, burst out crying, burst out what?
3: I burst out yelling.
0: Oh, did they think you were not focused?
3: But I think I think they, I think they they didn't. But I think they totally did. But that's well, I'm not sure.
0: Okay, well, that's in the past. That is a little bit frustrating. But that was on the white wolves. We had a good year on the blue wolves. Yes. Do you like it when I help, Coach? Yes. Uh, Next year, I don't know what color wolves will be.
3: Okay. Or it might be the return of the bulls.
0: Could be the return of the bulls. Did you like the bulls? Yep. What if we were the garden gnomes? Okay, they can't see the face (laughs) you just made where you rolled over and looked like you're dead with your (laughs) tongue out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. How do you feel? Tell me. Use your words. Tell me. How would you feel about being the garden gnomes?
3: I feel like an idiot.
0: Why? What if it was a cool little gnome, like a little tough little hockey player with muscles and everything and a big beard and a pointy hockey helmet?
3: That just looks like a cone head.
0: What if you could really tell, like, ahead head the lines, like a hockey helmet has?
3: It looked better, sort of. Mm.
0: Mm. What else could you. What if you're the garden uh, chili peppers or the garden killer tomatoes?
3: Mm. Okay.
0: The killer tomatoes is much cooler than being the garden gnomes yep all right how about just the garden wolves then
3: Mm Mhm. that would be good
0: what do you feel Mm -hmm. is the biggest challenge you have uh when playing hockey
3: wearing the mask oh the
0: the the, your face mask face mask or the the covid style mask
3: the covid mask thing
0: now when you skate because there's a lot of different hockey mask type things for covid Mm -hmm. describe for the audience what do you wear because your brother got on and talked about how he was wearing, um, he has a cage that goes over his face, a wire cage, and he was wearing an underarm mask, and then he switched to one that velcros into the wire cage and stays put. Um, what do you wear? Because you don't have the same setup as him.
3: I wear um, the um, uh, thing where you like have the one, the exact same helmet shield thing that has. Well, they don't know who. Well, I think it was one. You got
0: the you got the same model helmet as your brother and your sister when your sister skates out. Only,
3: um, only it's kind of glass part.
0: That's right. You got the plexi. They call it the bubble. You got a big plexiglass shield over your face. You don't have a wire cage. Why did we switch to that for you?
3: Well, and it um it quiet things down and and um it was it, and I wasn't distracted by the bars. What were the bars, anyways? The
0: bars on the cage? you mm. got to get used to looking past them, but it's easier because now you don't have bars. You just have a clear plastic w- window, and it does deaden the sound a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, are all the other noises and distractions difficult when you play hockey?
3: Yes. feels like I'm in... I'm, I'm what? Talking to the mic. It feels like I'm wearing a headphone where... Listening to music and the music part of the sound effects is in my right in my ear.
0: Oh, when you're, when you don't like with the old setup because it was just letting in so much extra noise, it made it hard to concentrate. Yes. So the new head up, that new uh, face mask and everything helps kind of muffle all that. Do you have any trouble hearing the coaches? Nope. Or the referee whistles? Nope. Okay. So that's your your standard setup, and we'll talk about that more in a little bit. For COVID. I mean that thing's got air holes in the bottom, which doesn't doesn't fly. So what did you have to do during this whole COVID season we just had? I had
3: to wear an extra a mask, which is pretty weird because I actually have because I have one gird in my face.
0: You do, and they made they did make a piece. You could have gotten another plastic piece that went and plugged all the holes in the bottom. We didn't go that route. You just wore an Under Armour mask, and then had your helmet and your plastic face shield come down or plexiglass. Face shield come down, but that was a lot of stuff. It was it hard breathing, skating up and down the ice with that mask on?
3: Yeah, well, it smelled like dirt and someone's eyes.
0: And Dude, that probably just means you had to brush your teeth.
3: No, it was the mask.
0: Your sister tried to tell me that the mask smelled like <laughs> cheese. It's. I'm like, and what did you have for snack before practice? She's like, oh. Your little brother tried to tell me it smelled like this. Smells awesome. It smells like Oreos. I'm like, and what did you have for snack? Well
3: <laughs> And I did brush my teeth perfectly well.
0: Did you put it on like without washing it from the <laughs> did it not go through the wash between hockey practices? Yes. Oh well then that was just sweaty, stinky <laughs> sweaty, stinky <laughs> squirt.
2: <laughs> well
0: Did you ever have any games though where you're just like I can't breathe this thing's on or and you're like it was well, uncomfortable but you made it.
3: Um that was like a few some games when COVID started because it was very impossible to hard to get my straw into the water thing.
0: Well, oh, that's right. We had to change water bottles first. We had the uh, the Gatorade style water bottle. You just pick it up and like with me, and I still use them. I put it right up against my cage, squeeze it, in, and then it shoots it into my mouth. With uh.
3: It kind of feels like being squirted by a mustard bar. The hard
0: part is you already have a shield that comes down so that right, you don't have bars right in front of your mouth. And then you got a mask over it. So we went and switched over to uh, ones with straws for you guys. Yeah. So you could kind of fish it in through the holes and then squeeze it in past your mask and go that route.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, it was pretty easier because um, I didn't have to um, get squirt in. By water because it feels like I'm being squirted by ketchup and mustard bottles.
0: <laughs> well, that's pretty crazy, huh? It is a little bit crazy, and that is that's kind of what's going on, only with better flavor.
3: And um, but mustard and ketchup taste horrible to me.
0: No, you're not a big fan of the condiments, are you? I'm not. I'm not.
3: I usually eat everything plain.
0: What's your biggest worry when we play hockey?
3: Being knocked over, that was back in the past.
0: It is back in the past. You haven't gotten knocked over in a long time. Um, you're a good little skater. Except
3: for and when he was around.
0: And when he wasn't around the season, so we won't worry about him. What do you think the biggest challenge is, though, in terms of developing as a hockey player for next season?
3: Um, There are a bunch of tall kids out there.
0: Well, they're not that tall, though, because they are, they're going to be the kids who are in your sister's age group. Mm-hmm. They're just a year older than you. And actually, they're not. that group is kind of short for their age, too. So you're going to be just as tall as the other kids, unless they have a massive growth spurt in the next year, which is possible. But I think you're going to fit right in in terms of height. Wow. Yeah. What's the number one skill, though, you want to develop in the next year? Or do you think you need to work on the most in the next year?
3: Body weight.
0: Body weight? Body weight's not a skill, though. Um. Why, are you looking to put on some muscle? Yep. (laughs) You know, I'm really cautious uh, about having you guys do weights. Every so often I'll let you break out the little two-pound dumbbells and do some things, but you're still growing, and uh, um, I don't want you doing too much with weights yet. We'll just work on some strength and core exercises and stretching and things like that. Uh, Once you're done growing or you you hit a certain point, then maybe we'll do some weights. In terms of skills, we're talking like being able to lift the puck or shooting more accurately or shooting harder, all like
3: Well, it's gonna have to depend on lifting the puck.
0: Why would it depend on lifting the puck? Is that something you want to work on?
2: Hmm.
0: Or shooting it harder and just keeping it low or more accurate so you always hit the target or passing or Pass. skating skills or what what do you think what do you feel you need to work on the most?
3: Passing with someone that's not that good at passing.
0: Why? Do you think some of the other kids aren't good at passing? Yep. Or are you picking on me because we started every practice with you and me passing?
3: No, I was choosing about not you, but I think one, one of the kids ha- aren't that good at passing.
0: One or several?
3: I think some. Several.
0: Well, hopefully it'll be better because uh, you you had a lot of kids coming up who were first-year squirts, uh, and so they can stay and keep on working on their passing, and you'll be moving up with kind of the usual group. And I really like how um, Coach Dan has done a good job and uh, keeping that core group together. Uh, so, like, you and and, you know, when you guys were – you were uh, the Gray Thunder and the Red Bulls and the White Wolves. And you guys, about half the team every season are the same kids. So you guys have really developed friendships. That's actually helped when you change schools, right? The first day where that you guys were all together, because you, you started kind of split up. Who did you recognize in your classroom? Yeah. And where did you know him from? Hockey. Yeah. That's right. He was on the White Wolves with you. Yeah. Yeah. And so that helped with hockey helping you get and get friends that helped actually with kid two. He showed up or not kid two, your kid kid three, kid three. He walked in and like, there's what four kids in his classroom that he plays hockey with. And the teacher's like, how do you know everybody? You're the new kid. (laughs) And at first, actually the, um, the class was split in half by the alphabet. Most of the kids are in the upper part of the alphabet. So he's in there. There's three of them. There's only seven kids in the classroom. Three of them all played hockey (laughs) together
3: and spe- especially
0: yeah he was one of them
3: one of the three
0: but let's, let's get back to the skill so you want to lift the puck is that the number one skill you want to work on is it shooting accurately is it yes. skating what
3: um sh- sh- because
0: like i'm not talking about other kids working on passing
3: i'm lifting the puck in the air okay I, I no matter how much hard weight i put it i always ended up Shooting it on the ground. You
0: know that's something we can work on because we have a full size net with rebound netting around it. We can work on it in the garage, and we got shooting pads, and the sticks are out there. So that's something we can work on. Mm-hmm. Sound good? Yes. All right. Now I want to shift gears a little bit, and you and I, and mom, and you, and your mother, and I, and you. We've we've talked about um we've talked about autism before haven't we we've had a few chats about that yep yep and you are uh diagnosed is on the autism spectrum right yes yeah and it creates challenges sometimes right yes and you're uh your your diagnosed as adhd yes all that put together what kind of challenges does that present when you're trying to play hockey are, are there any do you think um, or not i don't
3: know well let's it's hard to concentrate. You make it hard to concentrate. I have to work harder than other people to focus.
0: Yeah, that's true. But you make it work, right? Yes. What was it like early on? Um, uh, like, what, let's talk about like when you were first a mite when you were on the Grey Thunder.
3: Um, probably kind of Well, see.
0: how did those games go?
3: We actually almost barely won any.
0: Yeah, but how about your gameplay? Was it different than everybody else?
3: It was actually sort of kind of weak.
0: Weak how? How, would, how would...
3: I haven't been scoring anything.
0: Yeah. Well, how about um my observations as dad? You would go out there, and you'd play good for about 10 minutes, and then you'd lose attention, and yeah. even the other parents were like, well... He's on autopilot, and you would just skate these beautiful big circles around the half ice that we were using, staring at the ceiling. True. And be, not be paying attention to the game, right? Yes. How did... um, And it's gotten better, because then your second year on the Red Bulls, you were able to pay attention more, right? You go
3: after the puck and shoot more goals.
0: Yep. And it was around that time, too, where you started uh, taking your medicine, too, to the end of that season. There was a noticeable difference when you were a white wolf, and that's when you also went with. It got more complicated, didn't it? Yes. Because what happened when you were a white wolf versus when you were on the gray team or the red team? Um, that would made I hockey played it, full ice. You played full ice, and what else? What comes with full ice?
3: Icings and off, offsides and penalties. Yeah,
0: all the rules came with it. it. Got more confusing, and there was actually real positions, right?
3: Yes.
0: It wasn't just like four three or four kids going wherever and chasing the puck. Now you had to what are the positions in hockey? Um,
3: center, left wing, right wing, defense and left defense and right defense.
0: Oh, there's one more you're forgetting. Goalie. Yeah.
3: Which actually was in the was in mites and score squ- was in the mites. Mites
0: were too. You've never I don't think you've ever been goalie as a squirt, but you were a goalie as a mite. How did that go?
3: It went great in the
0: second year. (laughs) How'd it go in the first year? Um, Because I'm laughing because I remember it and it was kind of funny.
3: I just blocked one shot with the stick and then everything just started scoring on me.
0: Well, that was the second year. The first year. That was the first year. Well, the first year you were in there as a goalie and I'm like, oh, Lord, because I knew you were having trouble paying attention for very long. And so you went in and you're standing there. And um, you're staring off into the rafters yes. and got like the your head turned. You're not even looking at the shooter and they're coming in. But they were because they were eight and under shooters. They'd shoot and it kept bouncing off your legs. And at one point, I'm like thinking to myself, and I know I was jinxing it, but I think, I'm like, dear Lord, this kid's going to get a shutout. He's not even paying attention. He's not even looking at the shooters. The pucks are just bouncing off of him. And you know, one one did finally go in, but you were on the little tiny nets, right? Yeah. Actually, you had some in the intermediate nets, and then you played an, another game the following year, and they they really lit you up, didn't they? They they scored yeah. a bunch of goals.
3: Um, back in year two, I was able to block some lots of goals because, especially one 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 of the 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 kids on the other team came up to me real close, and I just grabbed grabbed the puck with my um, glove, puck, glove, catcher. And even with a nest, one of the kids said, F***. he almost, he said, bad goal," and then someone yelled his name. Coach mm. Dan yelled his and then one of the coaches yelled his name. I
0: know which kid you're talking about.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, some some kids have to learn sportsmanship. That is part of the lessons in sports and learning, and it carries over to life. True. You know, over the years though, and you've gotten better. And this year, by far, I saw so much growth out of you. It was your best year ever. And you've come a long way, especially when it comes to paying attention. Have um, like if you think back way back to that Grey Wolves team where you just you were, I mean, you think about it as a teammate, you were kind of useful for about ten minutes, and then then you just went on autopilot. Did any of your teammates ever give you a hard time? Mm. They usually, or do they just like, oh, that's
3: The part in the practice part of being goalie, and one of the hockey player friends were like goofing around in front of me.
0: Well, yeah, they do that. That's part of playing fun. But did anyone ever give you a hard time or try to make bully you out of playing hockey back on that gray team? Nope. How about on the red team? Did any of them ever give you a hard? Any of those players give you a hard time? Nope. No, they were. In fact, I got some cute pictures where they were putting arms around you and hugging you on the white team. Anyone, any teammates on that team give you a hard time?
3: Definitely. He's always giving me a hard time, and
0: doesn't talk. When does he give you a hard time?
3: Crazy reminders while I'm in position.
0: He's trying to help you. Is it all right um, when you're on the white team? Any of the teammates try to like tell you not to play or anything? None. I don't. Or did do they give you reminders to pay attention or get to position?
3: Reminders to pay me attention, but usually I don't. If it's more than one time, I usually get start to get so—it starts to drive me crazy. Oh.
0: The nice part is when you play center, the center's kind of a rover. They go all over, right? Yep. I was amazed when you were on that white team how often you won faceoffs.
3: Fifteen times in a row.
0: <laughs> you did have that one game where you did win fifteen in a row. That was,
3: and that happened being that was impressive. Right wing 15 times
0: in a row. No, you don't take face offs when you're right wing unless your center yeah. gets tossed.
3: Yep, that's true. Back
0: that's true. How, uh, all right, we're going along this line of questioning though. With the uh, with the blue wolves this last year, did anyone pick on you because you have a harder time paying attention? Do you think any of the kids even noticed?
3: Almost one He back in when he, I was playing defense. I was doing the defense thing. He said that I wasn't doing anything. And I was actually getting well, two of the gold lines, and he was just, like, skating up.
0: Don't get too worked up about him because he wanted to argue with everybody on the team and the coaches. How about the rest of the team? We had a really big team. That's one kid who was argumentative with everybody all season. How about the rest of the team? or are the core guys that are always around you?
3: Um, nope, not many.
0: Not many? When you make a p- good play, how often do the kids come and tell you a good job?
3: I think, like, whoever's on the bench and how many.
0: Does it happen often or not often?
3: I don't know. Because I haven't gotten many goals in during the games.
0: Well, it's not just goals. Let's say you block a shot, you steal a puck, you battle hard for the puck. Do your teammates notice?
3: Yeah, no. Um, yeah, except for the knocking down thing.
0: What, you knocking other people down or not other people knocking you down?
3: Knocking on, Me knocking other people down because I think they haven't noticed, seen that for like <laughs> few hockey se-
0: seasons. Dude, you only knocked a couple people down and it's not checking yet. So sometimes it's hard to tell whether you knocked them down or they just fell. You know because you're out there. Mm-hmm. But they are not always watching for it. It's not like you're laying big giant hits on the boards which rattled the glass.
3: It was fun annoying those little kids pu- putting my body on them.
0: When you walk into the rink, do you feel like it's almost like a home away from home?
3: Um, home away from
0: home. Do you feel comfortable at the rink? Yes. Do you feel like people are nice to you at the rink? Yes. Uh,
3: Unless if it's someone that likes to pick a fight with me.
0: <laughs> Who likes to pick fights with you? When you w- walk into the rink do you walk in and no one notices or is everyone say hi, hi 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 do you get highs all the way or is it just like quietly you sneak in and no uh, one says anything
3: yeah, um i think i've seen one of the kids just like hey hi what's up and that's i think
0: that's it i think well, you're full of it cuz every coach every adult all the parents turn and say hi to you and every time you walk in there's an old tv show called cheers where this guy walked in and everyone went no when he walked in and that's what it feels like when you walk into the rink. Everybody says hi.
3: Yep.
0: Remember? Because who always would say hi to you and you would run away and laugh? Um. On the way to the locker room. Like every time we went AJ? to that Coach AJ <laughs> would always go hi Lucky and you're like just start laughing and run.
3: <laughs> well no, I don't do that this year.
0: What do you like more? The, the actual games or the drills?
3: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think the actual the that's pretty hard to tell both.
0: You used to say overwhelmingly the drills because they were short and they were focused. You're like, hey, they're fun. They don't last long. It's interesting to me now that we've gotten as you're getting you're getting better. You're getting older. You're getting better at concentrating. You're getting better at controlling yourself. And now the games are getting to be more fun too because we also have to talk about how not just staying back and watching everybody else play get in there battle for that puck get a little body contact and suddenly now you put that in equal footing with the uh the skills which i find that fascinating this season we had a few uh parent kid games that we did and you actually came to some skates with some of the beginner adult hockey players what was it like being by far the shortest skater out on the ice when we were out there with all the adults, you remember this was back before Christmas?
3: Um, I think I was pretty, very short out there.
0: But you were also one of the fastest skaters out there.
3: Yep. Compared to, like, some of the adults. And I know because I'm pretty a fast skater. Now I'm a fast skater.
0: Pretty good at crossovers. You're better at crossovers than me.
3: Uh, are you sure?
0: Pretty sure, buddy. You look pretty effortless when you move.
3: Okay.
0: <laughs> How about this? Uh, if there was somebody else out there uh, who also was diagnosed as being on the autism spectrum and was working through uh, having ADHD, do you think uh, hockey would be a good sport for them?
3: Um, yeah.
0: That they can get into it? Uh, do you feel the do you feel the overall, I mean there's always some kids that who are can be a jerk, but overall do you feel like the overall hockey community is pretty welcoming? Yes. That's a strong yes.
3: Yes. hmm That's a very extremely highly strong yes.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Going forward, what are your kind of what are your what's your outlook on hockey? What are your goals on hockey like As a grown-up, do you see yourself playing in the NHL or playing in the adult leagues like I play in adult leagues?
3: Adult leagues. Playing
0: in adult leagues. Do you see yourself playing in college either like Notre Dame players or playing more like kind of like the adult leagues only with college kids? Like Um. I played intramural. They call it intramural. It's almost like uh, what you – it's like Garden League like you do now and you just play amongst a bunch of other kids who are students versus – Notre Dame, it's almost like mini version of professional, right?
3: Yeah.
0: You see yourself playing with just just some of the, the guys and girls who are going to school? Yes. What about high school?
3: Well, uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be used to high school.
0: Are you going to play high school hockey or not? Uh, I don't know. Or you know. just play fun games like on the weekend and stuff?
3: Yes. Well, if, and then... I'll Talking try, to the mic. And then I'll try to save time for hockey.
0: Okay, so you are going to try to play hockey in high school? Yeah. See how it goes? Mm-hmm. Okay. And next year, what, I mean, I know you already said you want to work on lifting the puck, but what do you see as the outlook next year? Your first year of Pee Wees, your sister's going to be one of the goalies, a bunch of your buddies are coming up, and teammates from the Blue Wolves will be coming up. Not a lot, um, but you'll be joining people you know, a bunch, of the, a bunch of the guys you knew that went up with, uh. Kid, kid one, when she graduated up to Pee Wee's, they're gonna still be there. They'll be second years. Mm-hmm. Yes. And all that crew.
3: Yes, and even kid number one.
0: And kid number one, of course. And yes, you know all them. They'll be there, and, and will be coming up, and mm-hmm. and um she will be coming up, and it's gonna be a pretty fun group. What do you, what do you think you guys, you think you guys going to win some games or you're going to have fun at least? Or what, what do you, what do you foresee for next year?
3: I think it's, we might have, to, we might win some more games this season.
0: Are you going to have fun? Yes. Because that's a pretty fun year. Oh, and f- be there. Coach Mike with the beards kid.
3: Oh, yes.
0: He's fun. So you excited about next winter? Yes. Okay. If you got to pick what color because you let me see you've been black, you've been gray, you've been red, you've been white, you've been blue, what color would you want for next year?
3: Hmm. Green.
0: Green. Interesting.
3: I was not going kind of to like
0: a like a uh, a standard Crayola box of eight crayon green or a dark forest green or a bright neon green like the Dallas Stars just came out with. They have black jerseys with neon green piping on and everything and stripes.
3: stripes. Um, I would just say forest green.
0: Forest green. So a darker green. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. As we're wrapping this up, uh, you've got two younger siblings who play hockey. Your brother is going to be going into his third year of mites next winter. And you got a little sister who's getting ready to skate. What advice do you have for them as they start moving up through hockey?
3: Is that if is that if it's for for kid number three, I mean I mean kid number three, um uh, so, uh
0: If you say his name I can edit it out.
3: Um, he would be easy. It would I would try to teach him how to lift someone's stick and steal the puck. It would totally dress them crazy <laughs> because Usually, usually, most of the time, I always get my stick lifted into the air, but then I slam it down.
0: Okay. And what advice would you give to your, your your baby sister?
3: That to try to push the um like how normal skates do and skaters little skaters do, and then if, push her
0: legs, push her feet.
3: Mm-hmm. And I, and if she struggles with it, I would hold her hand, her hand. Uh,
0: if she's having a hard time, because, you know, when you start it and even you, like, it's hard. You got to work muscles you don't use. You got to move your legs differently. And a lot of people want to give up when they first start trying to skate. What would you tell her?
3: Don't give up. I'll help you. And I'll show you how how to do it.
0: Aw. Do you think she's going to have fun? Yeah. Do you have fun? Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for chatting with me.
3: You're welcome.
1: Last but not least, Marco. Yes. What do you like about hockey? I love it. But why do you love it?
0: It's the best sport.
1: What about it lights you up?
0: You know, I've... Um I've played team sports. I've played individual sports. It's the only team sport I truly enjoy. I, I played basketball growing up. I played football in high school. Um, I've played on volleyball teams. i played tandem, uh, badminton even, badminton, badminton <laughs> racquetball. I played softball. Uh, I didn't actually play baseball growing up. I played softball even in college. The only team sport I really enjoyed was hockey. Um Aside from that, I did track, cross country, wrestling. And yes, all of those have team components, but at the end of the day, you know, like what you contributed. There's no hiding. Yeah. In hockey, there's not a lot of way, places to hide. There is some, but hmm. I just really enjoy the sport. And in terms of, especially now later in life, now in my 40s, and even in my late 30s, the the cardio aspect of it, it's a great workout. It's fun. I mean, I just really love the sport. Cool. It's constant motion, it's constant activity. It's not like football where it's line up and let's do like nine seconds of activity and then mm. we'll stand around and line up again and have oh, nine it's seconds like of activity. Swim
1: lessons. We'll show you what we're going to do. You hang on to the wall, kids. And when it's your turn, you actually get to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Whereas hockey, it's like, go, 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 go. You know, the whole time it's this constant motion. And yeah, we occasionally have stoppages in play and we have to do another face off. But Mm -hmm. it's not like football where you do that. (laughs) It's not like baseball where it's like, well, stand around and stare at each other and then maybe I'll throw a pitch. Like, you got to keep going. And it's not like basketball where only the last like 90 seconds of the game even matter.
1: Basketball.
0: It's So, worse, especially the way they're running the rules right now with 10 bazillion timeouts.
1: No, I'm not paying attention to any of that. The no. bracket got busted. It's very sad.
0: <laughs> well. We, I mean, we do the bracket thing, but we don't actually watch the games. We do not. No, <laughs> uh, and soccer is boring as, as hell because it's like I don't want to watch a one nothing game all the time.
1: No, um, what is your favorite position to play when you are playing hockey?
0: It depends what league I'm in. Um, most often it is forward winger. Uh, usually right winger, but I've played right wing, left wing, center, defense, just everything but goalie. And okay. I've taken on a, a an appreciation for goalie, though, because we've got a goalie as a kid and watching her. And then also because we had a uh, kind of a lack in goalie coaching, like for the Mites. A lot of times I like found myself coaching up the Mike goalies because we didn't have our usual goalie coaches there.
1: Hmm. What, um, what drew you to want to be the commissioner of the entire league? I am genuinely curious about this because you came home and you're like, I'm the commissioner. I was like, what the hell just happened?
0: You know, it's similar to when I became a captain down at Notre Dame Uh and when I became a captain up here at the garden, uh, it came down to, and you know, this with me, if you damn it, if you want something done right, you're going to do it yourself. <laughs> I want a well-run league. I want a well-run team. Um, and if I want that done right, I'm going to do it myself. Okay. And so that's what I like. And Make sure it's fair and it's being done properly. Uh, I ran teams down at Notre Dame. I provided the commissioner, various commissioners down there with all the inputs to make sure the drafts were run right and try to do as much as I could to contribute down there. And then up here, when it stood up, uh, I was one of the captains to make sure I had a well-run team, but also just kind of took a leadership role in managing the leagues. And after years of doing that and supporting the commissioner, which was a reconner, his wife basically said, just hand it off to Marco because he's doing everything and you're basically just rubber stamping stuff and you got other things to do. And so that's kind of the genesis of all that. But it really came down to I want this done right. And I want a fun league for everyone to play in. And while you can't make everybody happy all the time, most of the players are happy most of the time. Yay, good. And um, Happy
1: players make perfect. It's, it is
0: fun where I get people going, I don't read your emails. Your emails are stupid. Great. There's like three of you and the rest of the league are con. The most frequently frequent piece of feedback I get is we love your weekly emails.
1: Awesome. You put jokes in there. It's fun.
0: Oh, it's like inside jokes yeah. and it's ripping on people and it's hilarious. Good. And it's full sarcasm and yeah.
1: What drew you to want to be a coach for little kids with hockey?
0: The drive to be a teacher, to share knowledge. Same thing where I was a Taekwondo instructor, when I was a uh, psychology professor, when I was a track coach, cross-country coach, and now it's our kids. And it's like, look, I'm not the world's best player by any means. I don't have the, the, the skills, but I know where you should be. I know how to run this. And we can do this. We can grow this. We can get you excited about it. Um, and we can get organized. And I'm a super organized people in person. And yeah, we'll make it happen. Cool. And uh, hopefully the, the better for it. Not, not everybody latches onto my style of coaching and my personality type, but the majority do. And especially the kind of kids that are playing with our kids for the most part do.
1: Good. Okay. So long story short, what is your recommendation with regards to hockey?
0: Hockey is awesome. Mm. If you can skate, learn to play. If you can play, go play. If you want to get into it, it's... I mean, this is... If, hockey is for everybody, all shapes, sizes, ability levels. It's never too late to join. They're adult. Learn to play. I completely uh, agree with that. Jump in, learn to play, do it. Even if you're only doing the skills and drills part, it's like I refer to it a lot of times, it's Canadian yoga. go do it uh it's so much fun and even if you don't progress up to the leagues that's fine i mean it's a i like doing the skills and drills parts way a lot of times i call it with uh, a.j's boot camps when coach aj's running them works it makes us work so hard i love those but then it's also the leagues are great uh the camaraderie amongst the players of both genders it's it's open to everybody And at the youth levels, same thing. And and, one thing I want to do is also just grow girls hockey, not just because we have girls, but because, again, hockey really is for everybody, and it really should be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, except not for me because I don't love it enough to actually play it.
0: I'm going to get you into this someday. I'll wear (laughs) you down. No. Look, (laughs) we've only been a couple for like 20-some years. I got time. Uh, Until death do we part, sweetie.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna keep working on you.
1: Don't bet the farm on it. Okay. Oh,
0: <laughs> moving on though. <laughs> Before we go, we need to give a shout out to the most recent set of, set of Red Arrow Challenge champions. The Red Arrow Challenge is our multi-sport competition, virtual competition like no other. We've got so many categories. You can compete in any of those categories or the composite points. And every week we give a shout out to the most recent set of champions in each gauge group in each category. And because we took a week off from podcasting because things are so busy, we have two weeks to cover. So for the week that was March 15th through March 21st of 2021, the champions are... Swimming. Nobody in any category. Running. Nine and under, Yellow Ninja. Ten to nineteen, Lucky Dude. Twenty to twenty-nine, Husky Mike. Thirty to thirty-nine, The Logan. Forty to forty-nine, Coach T. Fifty to fifty-nine, Johnny. B. good. Nobody older than that. And for our featured members, me.
3: Walking.
0: Nine and under, Easy E. Ten to nineteen, Lucky Dude. Twenty to twenty-nine, Smytha. Thirty to thirty-nine, S B. Nikki. Forty to forty-nine, Vino Mia. Fifty to fifty-nine, A R. Miller. Sixty to sixty-nine, Sunny D. Nobody older than that. Featured members, me.
3: Biking on road.
0: 20 to 29, H Gainer 305. 30 to 39, Cyclopath, 40 to 49, Cyclone. 50 to 59, Nobody. 60 to 69, Kilogram Ill. Nobody older than that. Featured members, me.
3: Biking off-road.
0: 20 to 29, Husky Mike. 30 to 39, Dirt Devil. 40 to 49, Cyclone. Nobody older than that.
3: Sit down, paddling.
0: 30 to 39, Rando Seven. Nobody in any of the other age groups.
3: Stand up, paddling.
0: 20 to 29, Gator Boy. 30 to 39, Me West. 40 to 49, Coffee Dude. 50 to 59, Mary Mary. 60 to 69, Sunny D. Nobody older than that.
3: Cross country skiing. 30 to 39,
0: Alberto. 40 to 49, El Tiburon 95. 50 to 59, Big One 64. 60 to 69, Nobody. And nobody older than that. And no featured members. Skating. 20 to 29, Gator Boy, 30 to 39, Benny, 40 to 49, Coach T, 50 to 59, G Smith, 60 to 69, Pac Mac, featured members, me. Hockey. 9 and under Yellow Ninja. 10 to 19. Lucky Dude. 20 to 29. Husky Mike. 30 to 39. Moose Man. 40 to 49. Coach T. 50 to 59. Herb 60 to 69. MRH 313. And featured members. Me. Point. Nine and under, Yellow Ninja 10 to 19, Lucky Dude 20 to 29, Husky Mike 30 to 39, The Logan 40 to 49, Coach T 50 to 59, Herb 60 to 69, Sunny D. Featured members, me. And then now for the most recent week, which would be March 22nd through March 28th. Swim. Nine and under, nobody. 10 to 19, nobody. 20 to 29. Gator Boy, 30 to 39. Nobody. 40 to 49. Nobody. 50 to 59. Nobody. 60 to 69. Kilogram Ill, was our champion. Run. 9 and under. Easy E. 10 to 19. Lucky Dude. 20 to 29. HKener 305. 30 to 39. The Logan. 40 to 49. Sarah 906. 50 to 59. Johnny B Good. 60 to 69. Pac-Mac. And featured members. Me. Walk. 9 and under, Yellow Ninja, 10 to 19, Lucky Dude, 20 to 29, Smytha, 30 to 39, Wildcat with a K, 40 to 49, Vino Mia, 50 to 59, Teddy 68, 60 to 69, Sunny D, and featured members, me.
5: Biking on road.
0: None of the kiddos yet, but 20 to 29, H. Caner 305, 30 to 39, Cyclopath, 40 to 49, Cyclone, 50 to 59, A.R. Miller, 60 to 69, Kilogram Mill, and featured members, Nobody, because I didn't get on my trainer.
5: Biking off road. 20 to 29, HKNR
0: 305, 30 to 39, Dirt Devil.
5: Sit down paddling.
0: 20 to 29, HKNR 305, 30 to 39, Rando 7.
5: Stand up paddling.
0: 20 to 29, Gator Boy, 30 to 39, Me West, 40 to 49, Coffee Dude, 50 to 59, Mary Mary, 60 to 69, Sunny D. 30 to 39 Alberto 40 to 49 El Tiburon 95 50 to 59 Big One 64 Skating 30 to 39 Benny 40 to 49 Great One 50 to 59 Herb Hockey 9 and under Nobody 10 to 19 Soleil 20 to 29 Lexi with two X's 30 to 39 Moose Man 40 to 49 Coach T 50 to 59 Herb. 60 to 69, Pac Mac, featured members, me.
5: Points?
0: Nine and under, EZE, 10 to 19, Lucky Dude, 20 to 29, HKner, 305, 30 to 39, Benny, 40 to 49, Coffee Dude, 50 to 59, Herb, 60 to 69, Pac Mac, featured members, me. And with all that, Jessica, do you have any old fashioned left?
1: A tiny bit. Do I can't you? believe it lasted this entire time. Because it wasn't that big.
0: Well, that and like we pre-recorded the stuff with the kids. And that is true. That is true. Uh, I am out. Uh, <laughs> I think we've covered enough. So this has been another episode of the Red Arrow Health Wellness Podcast. We drop episodes every Monday or almost every Monday because obviously we didn't do one last week. And by the way, sweetie.
1: Yeah.
0: By the time this posts, it will be... Uh, over one year since we dropped our first batch of episodes <laughs>
1: that's so funny <laughs>
0: so we've been at this for over a year yes tune in next week we will have a new episode of the red arrow health and wellness podcast hooray until then it's been fun
1: loads of fun bye bye